The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Mr. Gray is uh, apparently taking the day off. I received uh, yesterday, I was asked, uh, hey, I'm going to be running a little late. Hmm. Can you maybe sit in if I can't make it on time? Hmm. Of course, Pat, no problem. Maybe 24 hours late. Then uh, then I uh, later uh, this morning, or early this morning, uh, I, there was an email that said, uh, hey, I can't make it. <laughs> okay, no problem. I got you. I got you. No problem. So he'll be back. Don't worry about it. He's fine. I, you don't need to send out any... Any alerts or alarms, it's fine. He'll be back. But uh, myself, Jeff Fisher, sitting in for Pat today. And there's uh, plenty, plenty to discuss. Uh, but first, mm. uh, before we before we get to that. And you can tweet us, Pat Unleashed, at JeffyMRA, at, what's your stupid Twitter handle? Uh, at the Blaze Keith. At the Blaze mm-hmm. Keith, yeah. I'll remember it sometime. <laughs> and uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Now. It's been raining over the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex uh, started last night. supposed to continue for the next three or four days with flash flood warnings until, I think, tomorrow night. And it's all over the, the southeast. Uh, truckers. The truckers that I have listening. I know, I know you listen because we've talked before. You and I have talked before. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I love truckers. A... Why is it that people forget how to drive when it's raining? Mm-hmm. And B, when did it begin to sink into truckers that they can take all three lanes of an interstate? Unless there's a sign that says, truckers stay out of the left lane. You damn truckers take up all three lanes and blockade traffic. I'm about ready to get angry at you. Mm. And I'm on your side. I know it's tough out there. I know you're trying to make a living. I know you got to get to where you're going. I know the traffic is backed up. But do we have to put signs on every interstate that says, truckers stay out of the left lane? Because if there's no sign, Mm -hmm. I find quite frequently, every freaking day, that there's three three semis. Across the interstate, out of three-lane interstate. Not a four-lane interstate. Not a five-lane interstate. Three-lane. Three of them all the way across. Hmm. And it's driving me incredible. I have a solution Please for you. just get I out got a solution. of the way. We give you, mm-hmm. we've built, I'm dry. Coming to this building is a like an 18-lane highway. Mm-hmm. All right? But going up to the 18 lanes, you've only got, what, three, six, seven, eight Right, three one way, three the other, and then the off the off ramps and the side roads. So, but on the interstate itself, you've got three lanes most of the time, going both ways. And, I mean, two lanes out of those three not good enough for you. Really, you you sound really? like someone who needs a CB radio really? in his vehicle, and you could get on channel nineteen and you could tell the truckers how you feel. <laughs> right there in real time, just say, "Hey, yep, right here to your right." Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yep, that's me. C Could you please? B Radio. Do oh. they even use that anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they do. I mean, I was all over the CB radio when I was a kid. I so. mean, I'm guessing they probably still do because it's a communication that they can do separate from cell service mm-hmm. and satellite service. But most of them all have you know satellite service and uh, listening to us on satellite and uh, and internet service. But CB radio, I don't know... Th- I'd be fascinated if they still use. Yeah, I I would like to know too. Let's see if they still have it because I I do (laughs) I do recall the days of break one nine. Yep, breaker one nine. Break one nine. Breaker one nine. Break one nine. Go ahead, one nine. Go ahead. Get off, you kids. Get off here. Break one nine. Let's take her down to fifteen. Let's take her down to one five. Take her down to one five. (laughs) Talk there. Well, then you got the side channels. You can can go on those and uh, talk to truckers in Canada if you'd like to. So bad, CBs. But please, truckers, please on my behalf. I love you. I'm on your side. Move over. Stop blocking the interstate. There's enough construction and there's enough backups. We don't need to be backed up by you. And I love you. I love you. And the problem, I think, and this is just me, and you, if, you, if you can tell me, you know, go ahead and call and tell me, 888-900-3393. I think that I'm blaming all semi, I'm blanketing all semis when really it's just the local rock haulers. Because the semi, the big semi trucks are on their way and they're trying to pass everybody. But it is part of the backup is the local rock haulers for construction. And they, I believe that they personally believe they can go wherever the hell they want. Now, if it's up to me hitting a rock hauler or letting the rock hauler go, I'm going to go ahead and say the rock hauler can go wherever he wants. Mm. I have no problem with that. But I just want I just want a lane. I just want a lane. That's all. Well. Just a lane. Please. You need a wide lane, wouldn't you? Just a lane. That's a fat joke. I know. It's funny. What? Whoa. But uh, Whoa, no, I'm not I'm talking. In... I, was, what? I was just talking about my car. What are we talking? That's yeah, what that's I was a... talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, got the, I got the fat joke. Mm-hmm. It's all good. good. I'm glad you could pick up on that. Anyway, welcome to the broadcast. Tuesday, 27th of March, 2018. Three more days. To what? Three more days until the beginning of doom. Wait, what? Uh, the satellite, March 30th, oh. is the first day that the satellite could break through our atmosphere and crash into the cities on Earth. So, so, live good. Tell the people you love you love them. Live good? Live good. Wait, Jeffy is telling us you have three live days good. to live? This is Jeffy. Live, live good. But you don't know what I mean by live good. Okay, that's a good point, because you scared me there. I thought 2018 is crazy enough as it is, but Jeffy telling us to go live a good life for the last no, three days on good. Earth? Yeah, live good. Good, okay. Tell All the right. people you love you love them. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then do whatever you want. Then spend the other 71 hours <laughs> do and 59 minutes just <laughs> partying it up? Live good, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, the end is near. Hmm. The end is near. Okay. So, let's say this. Okay. I find this story fascinating because it uh, it makes me think. Wow, could you do it? I mean, how would what would how would it affect your life? It's everywhere today. The White Sox worker that was jailed for 23 years over a crime he didn't commit. Now, the former Chicago White Sox groundskeeper uh, was uh, convicted in 1994 for rape and murder. We know now he did not commit that crime. Uh, he was in prison for 23 oh, years can you imagine 23 years now they're reporting also now that they originally asked for the death penalty as this guy uh, but for a long line of character witnesses at the trial 
uh, three employees of the baseball franchise and uh, uh, other friends and family uh, testified on his behalf, uh, he didn't get the death penalty. And now, according to this new DNA evidence uncovered uh, in November, uh, the prosecutors vacated his conviction. Now, it took a few months for everything to catch up, and now the White Sox uh, are saying, hey, uh, the family and friends got back to him and said, uh, hey, you know, he's out, he's out now, and uh, we, you know, they're going to give him his job back at the, at, at, uh, at the baseball stadium. Hmm. All right? Um, now, he's gone for 23 years, and there's still uh, two or three people that are still working there for the franchise that remembered him. And we're happy to have him back. And his comments were, you know, he's um, returning to the job he always loved, uh, happy to go back to work. Um, He was very thankful that this happened. He's getting to know his family again. He didn't seem uh, didn't seem mad or angry at all at all in any of it. So he got put away what around 1995 then? Yes. And um, I think the big issue here, I mean, sure, 23 years, but. in 2005, the uh, White Sox won the World Series. So are they going to give him a ring since right. they, you know, they, right? They give them to employees too, right? Yeah, they do. So where's they this? Usually, they usually give them to the employees, although that's up to the ownership. Oh. But that'd be, that'd be not, I don't know. That, nice I, I don't know that they give the groundskeepers one. Okay, well, I don't know. The field's got to be, you know, playable. Because he is considered a part-time employee. He's not a full-time groundskeeper. Give him half a ring. Well, my other question is, for 23 years in prison, Nowhere in the story does it say, and the state of Illinois is going to be giving him, uh, you know, $10 million or $500,000 a year for the, for the 23 years he was incarcerated or $250,000 a year for the 23 years he was incarcerated or even a dollar. I don't know if they gave him 20 bucks. This guy shouldn't have to be working. Yeah, I agree. Completely. That's an embarrassment. Absolutely. That's a great point. An embarrassment. Now, if he wants to go out and if he wants to, you know, if he feels, if he's been compensated and it was not part of the story, the stories, multiple that I read, uh, then I apologize. And if he's, if he's been, you know, getting, getting to know his family and he's been gone for 23 years and he obviously, uh, you know, is a working man, he used to, you know, he likes to get up and go to a job every day. Um, good for him. Good for him. But there is no reason that this man should have to go to work. And I, I, I hope that the state, I mean, they just, it isn't just, oops, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know, I, I know, 23 years. <laughs> I know, darn the luck. See you later. Take care. We, we were wrong. Yeah. I know you, you pleaded innocent the whole time, I know. But we thought you were lying. And uh, now we know you weren't. And, um uh, I've never thought Good of luck. it. God bless. Like Take that. care. That's an excellent point. Because if you mess up, if you do something wrong against the government, against the state, then you have to pay a fine. You're damn right you do. You have to make restitution in that way. Well, that, that's a great point, Jeffy. I'm, why why, why isn't this guy having to... I hope he does. Getting, getting money for this. I trouble? hope he does. And I... Uh, uh, look. Maybe, maybe it just it is, and that's not part of the story, and I hope that's the case. I hope that he's reimbursed at least for, uh, let's say he was making twenty-five dollars or $30,000 a year for the White Sox. I mean, let's hope that they at least are compensating him for that. Yeah, and you could, you could um, 
factor in a typical raise with the franchise and inflation over the right. years and see where he'd be today right. and and I extrapolate that out and I'm sure the state of Illinois oh, they're, has they're, ta- they're rolling in they're money drowning right in money. so they, they are drowning in money oh boy. you don't have to worry about Illinois missing lottery payments or anything uh, I mean, they're on top of it they're good man. I mean there's enough criminals in Illinois to get this man some money yep I mean, the, you tell me the legislature couldn't find some cash in some of their deep pockets? Yeah. No way. Piece of cake. Easy. Anyway, uh, it's good to see. I'm glad that an innocent man uh, walked uh, because of our technology today. Uh, it is a kind of an argument for not having the death penalty. Uh, you know, he was, because if he was convicted with the death penalty, he possibly could have been uh, executed by now. It takes quite a while, but it's possible that he could have been executed. And then we find out that he was innocent. Um, is it still worth the death penalty? Knowing that, uh, you know, one person that you executed for a crime was innocent. I, 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 I My argument still says yes, it's worth it. I think it's a deterrent uh, enough, and I, but a lot of people do not. Uh, we still spend years and years in prison uh, on the death row um, between uh, appeals and appeals and appeals. And hopefully if it were to reach the point where that you includes New Orleans, row, where today, if you were to include death row uh, and uh, be on it long enough and then found innocent, that's what the appeals are for. So I think we still death penalty is still worth it. But anyway, I hope the man I hope my man has got. Uh, is uh, worthy, uh, Nevis Coleman, 49. Uh, hope you got some cash from the state of Illinois for their uh, their oversight. You're right. No story. Their oversight talks about that. No, they do not. I looked and looked last night. Yeah. I couldn't find uh, anything where they had said uh, they're going to uh, reimburse Nevis for uh, uh, 23 years of lost income. Uh, 23 lost 23 years of lost uh, retirement plan money. Anything. I mean, even if it's even with a million bucks, five hundred thousand dollars, twenty-three years, right? Uh, something. He should not have to be going to work. Sorry, he just shouldn't. Mm-mm. This is the Pat Gray program. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. You can tweet us uh, at Jeffy MRA at Pat Unleashed at the, the Blaze Keith. Keith. Thank, Thank you very much. That's how I remember. And uh, what? what <laughs> David in Illinois, oh, you're okay. on the broadcast. Hello, David. <laughs> Hey, Jeff, you love uh, chewing the fat, first of all. Thank you. There's two sides of the trucking story. Oh, I've been driving 20 years. <laughs> I know. I see I... <laughs> all right, so Jeffy was complaining earlier that truckers okay. take up the left lanes too much. All right, first right. of all, it's, are you driving right now? Yes, I am. I mean, is, there, is it possible to be proven that you're in your truck right now? Hmm. Uh, how about this? <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, go ahead, David. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, first of all, when you got guys doing that, most of the time in three lanes, you're not supposed to be in the left lane. It's Thank probably you. Probably a rookie driver. There's a lot of inexperienced guys out here with zero courtesy. Thank you. Happens to me every day. One guy's truck is governed at 61. He decides to pass a guy whose truck is governed at 60, and they drive side by side right. down the highway five or six miles. Right. Eric, very frustrating. Now, on the other side, I drive I-65 between Chicago and Indianapolis every day. <laughs> and I'm sure drivers are good. I'm sure well, automobile drivers are all good. 
Well, that's what I'm getting at. It's two, it's two lanes most of the way. Right. I stay in the right lane. Right. Car drivers, however, they don't use the left lane as a passing lane. It's a cruise lane. Right. And I, I determine when I come up on a slower-moving truck, I decide to pass when I turn on the left turning signal. That means that the car driver speed up so he can't get over. <laughs> well, that's kind of douchey. <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's kind of bad. Yeah, that that's kind of bad. David, David, Several David. Times that, thank you, David. I got a quick question for you. Um, one is related sure. to this topic, and one the the previous one. I don't know if you heard, but but first, as a, a driver, how can I know yep. how fast these uh, trucks can go? What were you saying, the governor? The governor's. Uh, but how can you tell from most, from just being out? Most trucks are governed. If you see a slower truck, like 60, 62 mile an hour. That probably means he's a relatively new driver. Hmm. The more experienced guys, like my truck, I'm not sound, sound, trying to sound like super truck, or my truck's not governed. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I mean, even mean, if the speed limit on the highway says 70, all oh, these trucks will only run 60. And there's no way to right. tell that, right, unless you're riding no. up alongside. Okay, okay, so that was my question on that. My second question is what um, Jeffy and I can't figure out. You live in Illinois. Have you heard anything yep. about the state paying this guy who was wrongly uh, convicted for 23 years? Not yet. He actually works for the White Sox. I right. saw that on the news this morning. Right. Okay. But that's what we were, and we were, you know, I, obviously I, I, we were just discussing it, whether between making a call and talking to the screener, you missed some of it. But I was just concerned that, I mean, he wasn't reimbursed for any of his time in prison, wrongly convicted. It just sounds... He should be. I, I live in Chicago. Illinois has got the crookedest politics in the country. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank Somebody's you. got to help him out. David, thank you very much, man. Stay safe out there, okay? Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. All right. Watch out for the other guy. Wait, I want to say this. Keep trucking. See? And then actually apply. See? You see. Nice. Keep on, keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Keep on sorry, trucking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to pretend. Just I want, you to, I, want you to, I want you to bear with me for a second. Ooh. I'm now Pat Gray. Oh, wow. You've let yourself go. I want <clears throat> I want to go off script for a second here okay. and tell you about a product that I've been using. You know, I actually want to start using this because, hmm. oh, no, wait, i got to be Pat. Wait a minute. I'm still Pat. <laughs> I want to go off script for a second here and tell you about a product that I've been using. And if you know me, you know I'm not exactly a health food nut. Boy, that's a fact. You may have heard <laughs> some of my colleagues talk about Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. After giving it a shot, I've started taking it every day. Day. Yeah, he has. He loves that. It's really the only way that I get vegetables. Jackie puts it in a protein <laughs> drink for me, and it tastes great. All right, I want to. He has more energy. Mm-hmm. Seems to uh, help keep hunger at bay while he's at work. Every scoop mm. gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. Now, <laughs> Pat's gone. Oh. I have to start trying this stuff. Yeah, if it actually works, because I'm not a big. Yeah. No, it comes. It might come as a surprise, but I'm not a real vegetable guy either. No, I know, I know. Stop, Stop this. I know. Be I know. honest with the audience. So, with the field, of, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm not a big vegetable guy. Every scoop going to give you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. Uh, it's prebiotic, probiotic, boost immunity, has antioxidant power, and is not an extract. It's real food. One scoop in eight ounces of water, or whatever your favorite drink shake is, and it's done. Tastes great. It's easy to make. Just go to BrickHousePat.com. Mm-hmm. BrickHousePat.com. Field of Greens. Try it today. Get 10% off a month's supply with the offer code 
Pat. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the uh, Pat Gray program. Jeff Fisher filling in today. Uh, Pat taking a little day off. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet us, Pat Unleashed, Jeffy MRA, and the Blaze Keith. Dirk in Colorado, you are on the broadcast. Hello, Dirk. Hey, Jeffy. How are you doing today? I am so good. Yeah, now Thank one you. question I have to ask since uh, I, I, I love uh, uh, chewing the fat with Jeffy as well. Thank but you. now that you've taken over from Pat, should you not have a chew the fat with Pat? Right. And, do a, a, and do a phone in show? That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. If we could find him, maybe we will. Yeah, some people suspect that you actually <laughs> chewed the Pat. And that's why oh, no, he's no, missing today on on the, on the Twitter. Too? No, on the Twitter. I'm just re- I'm relaying tweets to you, the host. Go ahead, Dirk. Thanks for calling. <laughs> okay, one one thing I just looked up on the under the Twitter or, uh, on Twitter uh, was some of the feeds that the kids were doing, and even uh, Mr. Tillerson was in there saying that uh, okay, we're going to repeal the Second Amendment. Yeah, we're not going to get your guns. Well, then maybe we are going to get your guns, but only the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, on uh, uh, to hell with it, we're going to go ahead and get your guns. Now mm-hmm. this is from Tillerson, right? Uh, but what I wanted to address today was the kids. Uh, when they did the interviews and everything, half of them didn't even know what an assault weapon was. I know. It, it, look, this whole thing has been such a such a debacle. Um, we're yeah. we've been we've had such a fight with them uh, for uh, not knowing what they're talking about. Yeah, Quite well, one of the problems one of the problems is is they're getting across to people because Miriam Webster's dictionary just changed the definition of an assault weapon. Really? Oxford definition is and I and I quote uh, rapid fire magazine fed fully automatic weapon used by military infantry. Webster's was similar, any intermediate range magazine fed fully automatic weapon used by military. But as of this month, they added any semi-automatic weapon that looks like a military weapon. <laughs> Isn't that special? Yeah, you know, it looks like it. It looks bad. It looks yeah, bad, so we it looks don't like bad. that. And you can convert them to anything you want. Yeah. I mean, you can get an AR-15 pistol, which is only 11 and a half. The smallest barrel is 11 and a half inches. And I think you can actually get it now in a nine. So, like, okay, you know, convertible weapons I can see. But, you know, when they're talking about assault weapons, let's keep it real. Assault weapons are used by the military, not by a hunter. Thank you. Uh, no question. So, and look, there's been uh, – yeah. look, th- thank you, Dirk. I appreciate it very much. And, and you're right. And we've, been, we've put a lot of um, – it, it's really – and I say the media loosely, but it's really, uh, you know, the media's fault for bringing these kids to the forefront – and letting them uh, have their say without any pushback. Now, we have some uh, people, even CNN hosts, uh, starting to push back a little at, uh, at the little hogs, at David Hogg and his, uh, his cohorts. 
Um, I don't know that we have time to play it now, but we will on the other side uh, of the bottom of the hour break. But I will say that, uh, you know, we had, uh, you know, last night I saw a tweet from uh, Anna Navarro. Uh, When the hell did we become a country where it's okay for adults to attack teenagers who just survived a mass shooting and experienced the death of friends and mentors? Regardless of what side you're on, regardless if it's Kyle Kashuv, David Hogg, or Emma for change, just please stop. Now, um, I'll read you my reply, and I know in your head you're thinking of your reply, and see if it's almost. Um, when they attacked, and I, I hate calling it, we as the adults have expressed our sadness at the tragedy. We've attempted to show what the real problem is and to do what we can fix it. Your on-TV, radio, and internet teenagers didn't want to hear it. You can't have it both ways. Um, hello? You just can't, David. But I know. I know. Damn those clear backpacks. Right? Right? <laughs> All right. We'll get to uh, the pushback of David Hogg right after this. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet us uh, at JeffyMRA, at Pat Unleashed, at the Blaze Keith. And uh, we'll, you know what? What? As a kind note, we'll read some of them as the show progresses on today. Uh, just to, you know, bring a smile to our faces. Now, we started, uh, the last call started getting me on to uh, the gun story, which I was... I didn't know if I could avoid it today, but I know it's everywhere and we're still, it's still a heavy topic. And I just, I know everybody's wound up about it. I really do. And, and David Hogg, I've had enough of him. I've had enough of the whole crew. I want them to just go away. But they're not going to, though. They're not going to count on it. And one of the things that was brought up over the weekend that I found uh, particularly interesting that it held up to be true was that, uh, all the little marches. Now we're finding pictures of all the trash left everywhere. Yeah, because yeah, we got a picture of that. All the young actually. little kids, all the young little kids are like, somebody else take care of it. Yep. Somebody else is always taking Look care of picking up my trash. Look at the Blaze so TV right now. Somebody will take care of it. Yep. No problem. No. Don't worry about. it. I don't have to worry about it. And that's just agonizing. But it doesn't surprise me. No. It does not no. surprise me. No. And it's been very difficult to find after the. Parade or rally uh, pictures. Oh, I bet because because that that's something that goes yep. against them. Yep, something that goes against them. And we have some some audio clips and uh, some video and audio clips of uh, the a little bit of pushback uh, started a little bit um, uh, with David because he's been uh, ranting a lot of things that uh, questionable. Huh? You know, questionable like lies. Whoa. Or questionable like he doesn't know what the heck he's talking thought, about. Wait, no, these are perfect angel baby uh-huh. kids. And you know, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of speculation that he wasn't at the school that day and he wrote it there I know people are trying to have the conspiracy fact that he wasn't even at the school that day. He rode his bike back 
Uh, apparently, he wasn't at the school during the shooting, at least what I gather from some of the reports. He had left and then came back because he thought this can't be another mass shooting was what I got from one of the interviews uh, that he did. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't mean that he wasn't, didn't feel bad about his fellow classmates. It was still a horrific act. But, you know, he's a, a big-time proponent of this. And really, he wasn't even actually there. He showed up after the fact with his camera. and, and See, I don't know. Does that, does that mean – do we have the uh... – do we have that uh, that audio? We I don't know that we have that. Yeah, we have the audio of David Hogg talking about this, uh, right? Contradicting himself? Right, possibly. Okay. Possibly. Because contra- right. I don't know. Did he leave and go get I, this? It sure let's just listen to it, like. and then let's try to analyze this. Our first response was, that sounded a lot like a gunshot. And we close the door. And we tell our teacher she closes the door. And right after she does that, the fire alarm gets pulled. On the day of the shooting, I got my camera and got on my bike and rode as fast as I could three miles from my house to the school to get as much video and get on as many interviews as I could because I knew that it this could not be another mass shooting. I tell you. I don't know. I, does he go home and then go get his camera because his phone doesn't have a camera? I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I hadn't heard the report of uh, I heard I heard the one where he talked about riding his bike in, but I hadn't heard the contradiction of where he was saying that he was actually there. Yeah. I just read the read the transcript. I just um, don't know what's going wow. on. Wow. So anyway, I'm not going to I'm not going to say he's lying. Know, I'm going to say I don't lying. know. It's still a horrible thing, and he's still part of it, and he's still turned into one of the big spokespeople. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether he was actually in the school at the time of the shooting. He's still a big part of it. Uh, and still, you know, there was his fellow classmates that were that were injured and murdered. So it doesn't. It's not gonna. It's not gonna do anything to try to make that into a big deal. Although it is interesting, a little interesting side note. Um, he is starting to get a little pushback. Uh, I know that we have uh, we have a, a video clip of uh, uh, CNN, this is CNN too, amazing. CNN, Allison Camarado uh, presses back a little bit, uh, tries to say, David, uh, maybe you ought to, I don't know, lighten up and smarten up. If you're trying to get everybody together, if you're trying to have solutions, do you think it is helpful when you say things like, um, Marco Rubio is putting, you know, for a dollar and five cents or whatever your coupon said, that's how much he values students. I mean, do you think that's unnecessarily provocative? No, I think it's not enough provoc. I'm not, I don't think it's even provocative enough because I, Marco Rubio is still supported by the NRA, which works to ensure not the safety of gun owners and the safety of Americans everywhere, but to ensure that they sell more guns. And at the end of the day, See, so long as he is yeah, being paid by the NRA, he's not going to work to fix anything that is going to be concrete change. Hey, putz, the NRA doesn't sell guns. Stop him there. Don't even let him continue after that. I, you know, for, for a guy who says this should be a bipartisan effort, we need to talk with each other, I wonder if, this is an honest question, in the last 41 days since he's been in the public eye, has he addressed the other side or the NRA or Republicans in anything less than a smarmy, smart aleck response. No, not even close. It's pathetic. Not even close. And uh, I know that uh, we have audio of uh, CNN's uh, Stelter, another, of course, CNN, because they're, bes- besides uh, Stormy, they're all over this story. 
um, that he let David Hogg get away with the lies about the NRA. Do you think in showing these kids so often, as often as we, we all do, we're doing actually them a disservice because the policy is actually what's going to change this. The passion, I fear, will just sound like noise after a while and people will tune it out. I, disservice is, is a strong word, but when I was interviewing David Hogg uh, only 10 days after the massacre, mm-hmm. uh, I, there were a few times I wanted to jump in and, and say, let's let's correct that but fact. That's so interesting. Let's make Let sure we're more. You. And at one of the did times you? I did, and okay. other times I did not. And, you know, there's always that balance. There is. There's always that balance of, oh, I'll just let him get away with the lie now. I mean, I'm a reporter, but yeah, we know it was a lie. Let's, let's move on. Everybody knows it was a lie. We don't have to worry about it, right? We don't have to worry about it, right? Right. It just is uh, agonizing. Is it me? Am I trying to? Am I, am I thinking? Now, this is a little side note of David Hogg, but looking mm. at that CNN uh, interview, does he have like kind of like the pinky in the brain head? Or, <laughs> or is this... Okay. I can't. I'm just, I'm just I'm trying to think of what, what he looks like. We can't talk about the pinky in the brain head? I'm not, I'm not going to talk Hogg? about Really? Anything related to these kids like that? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> nope. You can, I'm just going to be blatantly okay, upfront just saying, with you. That's fine. That's fine. But I just, that's all I see when I see it. Mm-hmm. So, you got a mental block doesn't there. doesn't change anything. doesn't change anything about, you know, what a, what a smart, good looking kid he is saying all the right things. And what's happening I won't, now I won't is, be saying that either. And <laughs> What's happening now is, though, see, now we have people like uh, Mr. Daryl Fisher, a Democrat, uh, running for uh, sheriff. Uh, such a good guy. Mm. A good guy. You want to vote for him. Yeah. You want to vote for is him. Is the Asheville guy? You want to vote for Daryl. Okay. Yes. Good. Yes, good he's a good here. guy. And he, he says all the right things that makes you want to say, yes, I want him to be sheriff. First off, I would like to see the age for purchase of any firearm raised to 21. I think that we should ban the sale of all high-capacity magazines, handguns, and long guns. I think that we need to ban the sale of any mechanism that will allow a firearm to fire in rapid succession. Anything. Any weapon that's designed for use by the military, I think we should ban. You've heard people say, you'll have to pry my gun from my cold dead hands. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, this guy wants to be in charge of law enforcement. I know. And just cavalierly, whether he's come back and said, I'm just kidding. Regardless, really? You want to be in charge of law enforcement in Buncombe County, uh, North Carolina, and you think it's funny to just say, oh, pry it from your cold, dead hands? Okay. Okay. Screw you. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. It's so unbelievably bad. All right, so Susan in Rhode Island uh, is going to uh, enlighten us on a little bit of our uh, White Sox uh, prison, getting out of prison after mm. 23 years talk uh, a little bit earlier this hour because I'm amazed that he nowhere in any of the stories does it talk about a reimbursement plan from the state of Illinois for 23 years of wrongful imprisonment. Hello, Susan. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Jeffy, it's wonderful to speak with you at last. Thank been you. listening to you for 10 years. Oh, thank you. Finally got to speak with you. Is it everything uh, you had hoped all, it would be? As it is so far. Absolutely. Wait, though, I can and, spoil and it more in a so. second. And more so. 
Mm. Um, first of all, on the Second Amendment, as an aside, uh, keep your hands off my Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Right. Period. I know. On the gentleman out in Illinois, uh, it's an intricate situation. If at the time, in 1994, when he was found guilty by a jury of his peers, there was no prosecutorial misconduct, no misconduct on the part of the state police or the city police, Mm. Um, if they had turned over, to the best of their ability, all all evidence, and that evidence at the time technologically showed that that he he could not be excluded, then it is a proper conviction. The only um, recompense he has is he can sue the state of Illinois civilly, and they probably will settle and give him something out of court. The only way you can get automatic recompense is if there's prosecutorial misconduct, some sort of malfeasance on their part. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Back then, uh, DNA, you know, we know DNA now can exclude people down to the billions across the world. Right. Back then, it was in its infancy. Right. But I wish him luck. And, you know, you hear a lot of stories of these men coming out, and none of them are bitter. And I don't I know. know how they're able to uh, do that. It is absolutely right? fascinating. Faith I, I love them. I love them for it. God. It's, it has to be, right? They all have that one thing in common, faith in God. It has to be. Thank yep. you, Susan. I appreciate it. And I thank you for the kind words, too. I appreciate it. It has to be, because it is absolutely uh, amazing. They they come out with no no harm to anyone. They're just happy to be out. Yeah, they happy to be with they, their family. They never do seem bitter. That's That's interesting. Bob in Pennsylvania, you're on the broadcast. How are you, Bob? Oh no, oh no, Bob's gonna, Bob's gonna screw hey, me. Jeffrey. How you doing? All right, buddy. I uh, just wanted to let you know that the guest the CB is alive and well out here. All right, yeah. nice. All right, are we still? Is 19 still the big channel, or are we breaking out uh, another 19's, channel? 19 still the big channel. Okay. And, and uh, the drivers like to uh, get on their CBs and yell at those drivers that are out there in that third lane too. Thank you. Holy cow. You know, it, it gets on our nerves. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you'll have somebody in the center lane. Uh, a lot of times you'll have a and I, I guarantee you've been behind this person. The speed limit might be 65, and they're going to ride that center lane, and they're not going to go 66. They're right. going to go 65 all day long. Right. Uh, and, hey, you want to drive 65 getting... Go to the right lane. You know, just just get in the right lane and thank you. you. Thank Nobody you. Nobody will bother you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but uh, but drivers, I, I do know in their defense. And I'm not saying it's right, but I understand sometimes a driver has been following one of those people at 65. Gets frustrated you know, for 10 miles and says, "I just can't do this anymore." Right. <laughs> Right. And they'll try to get around them. And a lot of today's trucks are actually governed at 68 yeah, miles a, an hour. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier as well. So they, yep. they, it takes a while for them to get past, even though in their mind they're already past. <laughs> it, it's tedious. It's tedious at best. Yeah. Um, and I'm just glad that you're, uh, you know, I, I like it when you fill in for Pat. And I'm just curious if you guys have done any research do you know how much Pat's? Uh, do you know how much the listenership 
goes up on the episodes when you're guest hosting. Yeah, the, yeah, I know how much they go down. And thanks for bringing that up, Bob. I appreciate it. You take care of yourself. It's good to hear, good to hear from you. There's a governor on the listenership when I'm on. I mean, that's clear. Ray Dean, you're on the broadcast. Hello, how you doing? Good pumpkin. It's just so good to hear from you. Okay. Wait, so you I heard from your pristine little lips. By the way, you have a present coming today. That um, you guys were the first ones that said David Hogg wasn't there. I mean, I I heard that, no, that he had well, we gone played around. both of them. Yeah, I mean, we played uh, both of them. Yeah. So exactly. So his whole first point of we're the experts. We've faced down an AR-15. You can't say we are the experts. Being an on-the-spot journalist <laughs> is a hell of a lot different than facing down a gun. His whole first point is out of there. Uh, if if it's true, that you're absolutely right. Uh, we yeah. know we played both of them, and you can listen. We'll yes, play. I'll play it again for you. The uh, where he contradicts himself, and uh, you, know, you make up your own mind. I I, I don't know. Um, oh, you know. he was pretty passionate about. I rode my bike three miles down there. Uh, you know, I, I understand. Think that he and, was fed the first thing, and I think. I that, mean, for me, for me, I know. You know? I, I think the I think the uh, the argument could be that he was there, as he said. And then left and came back, although it doesn't make it seem like that. Play it again. Let's hear it one more time, please. Our first response was, and that sounded a lot like a gunshot. And we close the door. And we tell our teacher she closes the door. And right after she does that, the fire alarm gets pulled. On the day of the shooting, I got my camera and got on my bike and rode as fast as I could three miles from my house to the school to get as much video and get on as many interviews as I could because I knew that it, this could not be another mass shooting. So, you know, you make up your own mind. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, it, it's made up. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Dean, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You take care of yourself. I, I, understand, I understand the confusion and the, and the complete, uh, I don't know, agonization of this entire story. Um, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, and at the Blaze Keith. This is uh, Pat Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. CosmoHurtsKids.com CosmoHurtsKids.com is on a mission. The Cosmo Hurts Kids founder, Miss Victoria Hurst, Victoria's family's company, of course, the Hurst Corporation, is the publisher of Cosmopolitan Magazine. You know that. You know him as Cosmo. You've seen him your whole life in grocery store stands uh, in every magazine rack across, uh, across America. Now, Victoria believes that Cosmo contains pornography that is harmful to children. And the next time you stand in your grocery store line, waiting for your the lady in front of you to pay for her groceries and yours to start being scanned, take a look to the right. And there it is, Cosmo Magazine, with, in all its boldness, talking about every sexual campaign that you could possibly have as an adult next to, I don't know, what we're cooking this spring on the barbecue. You want your kids seeing that? I mean, no. 
she believes that the magazine contains pornography. And looking at the cover, uh, it does. And that is harmful to children. Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign. She's not trying to censor the magazine and put them out of business. Her goal is to have states material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan magazine so it cannot be sold to anyone under the age of 18. If you'd like to learn more about that Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign, visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. Obviously, Miss Victoria Hurst believes in free speech and is not trying to censor or put anything uh, out of business. She just wants the magazine to be part of the state's material harmful to minor laws. That's it. She believes all we need is take a stand against pornography being sold to anyone under the age of 18. CosmoHurtsKids.com. CosmoHurtsKids.com. More news from uh, on the gun control, uh, the gun, uh, the gun control, the gun. We can't have guns anywhere. Uh, don't point your finger at me. It could possibly go off. Mm. Don't chew your uh, Pop-Tart into uh, what could possibly look like a gun because it might go off. The New Jersey high school that we talked about that uh, is dealing uh, with the fallout. Uh, remember they uh, suspended students yeah. for their gun range picks uh, that they uh, went to on the weekend. Uh, hey, having a great time at the gun range, and they got suspended for it uh, in the Lacey Township High School. Uh, said, ooh, no, you cannot be posting a fun day at the range on Instagram. On your private time. Uh, yeah, no, you can't be doing that. On your private social no, you media account. You cannot be doing that. Well, because uh, the school reportedly had a policy banning students from handling firearms, even while not on campus. Now, Back off. Exactly. And you know that once uh, you would hope... That once people found that out and heard the news, you would uh, you would be a little wound up, and they were. Now the two students initially suspended for five days served three of those days until the school district uh, tried to cover its tracks a little. Uh, got threatened a lawsuit from a pro-gun organization. The school detention rescinded and erased from the students' records. Uh, now it acts like it never happened, and the school district changed its policy. Uh, banning students from having guns on or off school grounds. The policy now states that students can't bring weapons to school or on the bus. Oh, which is what it should have been in the first place. I mean, if you're going to go that far, it's what it should have been in the first place. It was. It was a nice try. They had that rule in place and had... uh, I mean, in I don't know. I don't know. We should kind of maybe go back and take a look and see if if, if I'm a student that had to pay uh, a, a suspension... Uh, for that, I want that off my record too. Yeah. Uh, in the past, I want that off that record too. No question. Lori in Washington. Uh, what do we got? About a minute, minute and a half. What's up? How okay, are hi, you? Je- hi, Jeffy. Hi, Keith. Um, mm. I hope you guys enjoyed the pause. I'm going to say that real quick. But anyway, that's me. Thank you. Uh, we did. We did. Thank you're you. Welcome. Well, I look like welcome. I didn't one enjoy one the, the pie. <laughs> one of the <laughs> things that you guys are missing is that in the text of the CBS story that they aren't putting in the video clip. Right. If you dig in there and you read, is that David Hogg. Was interviewed, and his first quote was all about himself, of course. Of course. Well, if I can't be there to tell my story, I need to get my camera and go tell other people's stories. Because if it's not going to be my story, it has to be other people's stories. He wasn't there. Wow. So in the text, he's basically admitting that he wasn't there, and they they are not putting that on a little video clip. So, so where does where does the where does the story come from? Where he talked about being in the room? Was he just repeating someone? Was the was the full story on that him just repeating someone else's story? And it wasn't I, him. I, I we're in misinterpreting opinion, that? It, it, I think it's him trying to put himself into the story. I mean, he's a, he's a millennial, you know, semi. No, I understand. Journalist. I understand, but so, maybe, and I'm trying to give I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that we're just playing, uh, you know, not the full clip, and we're we're trying to say, hey, you're 
you know, you're you can't have it both ways. Although I believe they they want to have it both ways, but I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt in saying that you know we're yeah. doing it wrong. We're reporting it wrong. His report is that uh, you know he's telling us what it was like on behalf of someone else, not him. Well, it, it could be that honestly, I honestly at this point I think it's aliens, Jeffy, because it's always aliens. He, the dude looks like an alien. <laughs> oh no! Don't, don't get you're gonna get Keith mad now. <laughs> I'm don't, not going to get mad. I'm just not going to say a darn you're get, thing. You're getting Keith mad, Lori. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. No, don't. I mean, thanks for the pies. We're done. I can't. No, man. Don't make. Now you've made Keith really mad. Does this look like that. the face of an angry wow. man? Do not. I mean, callers cannot talk about what David Hogg looks like. I mean, I was talking about a, a, an animated thing. Nickelodeon. She was talking about it, something that's alien out of this planet. Well, we've got some alien stuff coming up out of this planet oh, yeah. next hour, too, on the broadcast. I look forward to it. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, kind of. I mean, the show's here. Pat Unleashed broadcast is here, but uh, Pat is uh, missing in action today. So uh, as soon as we find him, we'll bring him back and we'll put him on the air for you. Yeah, we Until gotta, then, I'm here. I think he got off his leash is the problem. Correct. And as soon as we can... Roam in the neighborhood. Figure out where he is and mm-hmm. slap that leash back on him. And I'll be here with you, okay? 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at The Blaze Keith. Um, thanks for listening uh, to the broadcast. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Nice to have you along for the ride today. I'm, uh... okay, Stormy Daniels. <clears throat> Just a brief note on Stormy. Stormy, enough. Okay, uh, join the join the David Hogg movement. Enough. All right. Goodbye. Have a nice day. You've nobody really really cares. No, nobody really cares. You're you've gone far enough into this now where you you can pretty much feel safe. If we believe that you actually did feel threatened for you and your family, you're far enough along now into this where you sh- should feel safe. Everyone's going to leave you alone. No one's going to bother you. Um, I think that also you've gone far enough into this where you can start doing your little strip club tour. You can make the tour. You're the big star now, Stormy Daniels. Uh, you can be just like the rock bands of today uh, that have to go on tour to make their money. Go on tour. Get your DVDs, all the ones that you own, everything that all you. Uh, go ahead. Sell them on the road. Take it on the road. Sell them out of the trunk of your car. Make some cash. <laughs> All right, just send people to the back when you're up on the pole. Need the DVD? Buy it in the back. Just like just like a rock concert. Take it around the corner. In fact, I'm willing to bet that whether a television network wanted to do it or not, you could uh, bring a cameraman along and just record it and make it a live shot so that when your tour of the strip clubs around America is over, you could go ahead and make that into a DVD and sell it as well. Uh, you know, stormy storm, stormy Daniels uh, storms across America. I, you know, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. 
uh, you know, proud to be an American. Look at these. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it, Stormy. But let's stop the whole Donald Trump thing, okay? Enough already. Nobody cares. Really. I mean, Donald barely cares. All right? I know you loved him. I know you had fun. Oh, wait. You didn't say you said you didn't love him. It was just work. That's right. And uh, uh, you took money and you broke your word because you said you were going to talk about it. But then you got then you're going to talk about it. So we can we believe everything else you say, right? No. Oh, wait. No. No, we don't. Please, just go out on tour. Go out on tour. Sell your DVDs. Sell your pictures. Sign your pictures. Do your little do your little picture signings. Film yourself going across the country. Make the DVD. Sell that. Well, who knows? I might buy one. Whoa. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, Stormy. Okay. Between you and me. All right, just you and me. And no, nobody else. You don't need to listen yeah. to this. Game. So this isn't being broadcast on Channel 19? No. No. no, no we're going to take, take her down to 1.5. <laughs> We're going to take her down to 1.5, just you and me. Okay. Uh, i tell you what. Okay. When you get done with your U.S. tour. I'm eavesdropping. When you get done with your U.S. tour uh, and you put it on a DVD, Stormy, Storms Across America, and, and you know, we'll picture you on the road and, and we'll make that uh, the, the, the tour of you stripping and showing your stuff all over America, I'll interview you about it. We'll, do, we'll make some sales for you, okay? So send me a copy. Wait, that's really would, all I'm after. No, it's a free copy. No, you said you'd buy one, and now you're saying. Yeah, now I changed my mind. I changed my mind. But, but me, look, Keith. I, if on. I interview someone about a book or a DVD, that's as good as buying one. Hmm. So hold Isn't on. It? So here's the no, deal: you get a free DVD <laughs> and an interview. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, in person. What does she get? What? In studio. In yeah, she can't be live. You know, I was I was proud of you for making it through that story without earning. The bell that Doc Thompson's crew left Thank in you. here because no, I, I know you love. I hate that. You love the bell. Embrace the bell. Embrace the bell. Well, no, I am not going to embrace the bell. But I'm just saying I've had. I think America's had enough of Storm, and the people who haven't had enough of Stormy, go see her. God bless you. Make your money. Now's the time. You've you you've reemerged as a superstar in the porn industry. Now make your money. Go out, make it, but leave me alone, and leave Donald Trump alone. He's got enough problems. <laughs> He's got enough problems. He doesn't need you. I'm still amazed that he signed that darn bill. I cannot believe he didn't video it. He I I I don't know that he can come back from this. The more I think about him signing that bill, the more I think I don't know that he can come back from this. It's the almost, it's almost, yeah, last Friday, mm-hmm. he signed that bill. Just terrible. And I cannot believe, I mean, it's almost as if he just dove into the swamp and said, okay, I'm all part of you now. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I cannot believe that he did. It was, it was set up for him to be Donald Trump, the Trump we wanted, veto it. And he could have gone in front of the television and said, look. All this money, I don't want to veto this because of the military spending. So I'm vetoing it because of all this other spending that we can't have. Bring it back to me, but don't take anything away from the military spending because the American public doesn't want it, and neither do I. Are you tired of winning? And I'm si- yes. Thank He's, you. I mean, I, about Friday, it was a good timing on him signing that bill because I was getting fed up with winning. Thank you. And now it uh, hasn't been a much winning in the last month or so, actually. <clears throat> Tired of winning. You're right. I'm, tired of the thank- I'm glad we lost. Because mm-hmm. 
You do. You get tired. You get tired of winning. Yeah, because then the pressure's on to keep winning. Right. You always have to win all the time, and everybody expects you to win. Because now now it's like a surprise. It's a treat when we win. You don't want to, like, make it a lifestyle of winning (laughs) because that's boring. I mean, it's just uh, I I still am amazed that he signed it. You keep saying that. What? You are the only person that I know that keeps saying that. I can't believe it. I cannot believe he signed it. What did you think? You thought he would honestly veto that? Yes. I I honestly thought he would veto it. Under what pretense did you think that he was going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be tough this time? Come on. On spending? He's never. When when has he done that? When? Name a Republican. The last Republican. Honestly, I don't know. When is the last. When is the last spending bill that was vetoed by anyone? <laughs> That's a good question. Honestly, I'm just sitting here racking my brain. I don't know if there is one. Dear Lord. Okay. Good times. Too much <laughs> Too much winning going on here. Okay. I don't think there is one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, there is honestly, one. Honestly, I'm going to just look up budget spending bills vetoed by presidents. I don't know. Wow. Uh, and I really don't know why it, uh, I mean, I know why it bothers me. I mean, we're all going to be paying for this forever, and the only way to make it go away is just to make it go away. We don't have to pay it off. Just make it go away. Just take it off the books. Done. Yeah. Done. Nothing's Gone. real anymore. Who cares, right? Gone. Hmm. Over. Um, then I think that's what we have to do, right? I think that's the plan. What's that? Just make it go away. What? What does that mean? Just make. Just it doesn't exist. What? What do you mean? It doesn't it? Doesn't, it doesn't. Poof, gone. Are you? Are you advocating for like exist. taking illegal drugs? What, I no, I mean is the, cryptic the, the, talk. The bill, what, the, bill the money, the owed, okay. the debt, the, the gone. We don't know it. So it's we're over. good. It's just, over. Just it's because gone. you said so. Poof, gone. Say I have a million dollars. Let's say you do. No, what you would say you do it. with it? No, you say it. <laughs> okay, if, if I have a million dollars. Wait, no, say I. Oh, forget this. I give up on everything, quite frankly. <laughs> and that's how it comes to fruition, isn't it? That's what happens. And to think that, oh my gosh, if you thought. What's going on now? You're having a hard time over there? I, because I did think that he was going to veto it. Okay, well, you have I to get over this Donald to, Trump that is perfect That he was going to be, that, he, that he, was, he, was, he was somehow changed. <laughs> And somehow, remember the guy that we thought he was going to be when we didn't really want him to win? And then he became this guy that we kind of thought, oh, man, that's the guy. Yes, he's going to change. He did it. And he's going to, the swamp is no more, and we're draining it. We've got the hose, and we've got uh, the we? truck backed up, and we're sucking it out, and we're, we're getting rid of the swamp, and, and we're, everything's going to be good. And then all of a sudden, somebody shut the hose off. And we're back to Swampland again. So there was a point where you had hope? Yes! Wow. You're a bigger man than me. Yes! Is that another fat joke? Or You're sensitive. So anyway, remember the movie Contact? Yes. I love yeah, good the movie Contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the Want to Take a Ride. I love the movie Contact. Uh, in fact... Doesn't Ron look like the guy that played the millionaire in Contact? That's where. That's where I just thought of that. That's who, that doesn't want to take a ride. I who was the guy? Who was the guy that played uh, in Contact? That played the the billionaire that built the spaceship and sent her off into space. I can't remember what he looked like. Want to take a ride? 
Ron the, our, our, the, the board operator director of this broadcast for the Blaze Radio Network. I think Ron should come in here, stand right here yeah, yeah, so, so, so the up, audience can up. see what you're find even talking about. Find the face about. of the guy. Come on, Ron. Off the top of my head, looking through here. the glass. Is it this might guy be, right here? It might be the glass. <laughs> this right here? It might be the glass. This guy right yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, that's the glass. Okay. That's the glass. you got to see it through the glass. We need the camera of Ron through the glass. Uh, no. No, Ron's see, coming in. Look at that. Stand right Bring it. All right. Stand Sarah, right here, bring Ron. his picture up on the face. Come on now. Okay, so come on, look, so look at the camera there. In the key, there you go. Okay, there now, now stay there. Stay, stay right no, there. No, because she's no, gonna get mad. Do you use the screen? Oh, whatever. It's not footage. All right, it's not footage. Just look. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the guy. I'm telling you. Thank you. Want to take a ride? You can't tell the difference. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot tell the difference. Nice. That's a Blaze TV exclusive Ooh. right there. <laughs> wow, you nailed that one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the lady that <laughs> the lady that uh, was the Jill Tarter, uh, who was uh, Jodie Foster's character, uh, likens mankind's micro scale campaign to searching for fish in the world's oceans by withdrawing a twelve ounce glass of water. We're out in the boondocks. And our star, the sun, is only one of 400 billion other stars in the Milky Way. Hey, guess what? Our Milky Way is one of about 200 billion other galaxies in the observable universe. And guess what? We're, uh, we will have, uh, we'll find alien life by the year 2100. Oh, we're going to miss that. Come on. Now, there are some people who believe that the only way to save the direction that this planet is going is if alien life were to arrive and show itself here on the planet. And you would say, whoa, okay, we knew the Second Amendment, who cares? We need weapons. Uh, Me Too movement? Yeah, no, save us. Who cares? We'd all be together. We'd all have one common enemy instead of each other. I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, it was true in the documentary Independence Day. Mm-hmm. It was true in the documentary. Um, Hold on, I got deep. Math. What's that? I got some math for you here. Ready? Oh boy. Okay, and the answer isn't eighteen. Okay, so uh, true in the documentary Deep Impact. Deep Impact. That's a good one. Uh, true in the documentary of, with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Asteroid. That was amazing. I love that. How they get a camera on that comment? Anyway, so um, it's an asteroid. Asteroid, my bad. So, so you just read that quote. I don't know where they get the "there's 200 billion planets" yeah, yeah, number, yeah. but that's fascinating. So, what I did is I looked up how many planets are in the Milky Way galaxy, because you just said 200 Our Milky billion. Milky Way galaxy is the only yeah. one of about 200 billion other galaxies. So apparently, there's a hundred billion planets within the Milky Way galaxy. 199. Right? Our, Milky yeah. Way gal- Our Milky Way galaxy mm-hmm. is only one of. Got it. Got it. But listen to what I'm saying. There's 100 billion planets inside the Milky Way galaxy. There are apparently 200 billion galaxies. Yeah. So 100 billion planets times 200 billion yeah. galaxies. Uh, the answer on how many planets there are in the universe, Yes. Uh, the answer is um, 2E plus 22, according to my calculator <laughs> here. So, so, so the point is, there might be a place out there that could sustain life, and we could just start over. That'd be nice. Just start over. A libertarian paradise, please. I mean, that's what we're, that's why we're going to Mars, right? Start over. Yeah, I'd like to be able Tesla. to breathe 
so it may not work out so great. But uh, that's two, where we're going tomorrow. I mean, but two no, e seriously. Plus that's now, uh, granted, like I, we're not. I'm not talking about actually, you know, starting over and making you know life on Mars. But that is why we're going to Mars, so that we at least have begun the search and the creation of being able to mm-hmm. live off of this planet. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. I mean, that's a good thing, I guess. We we have to be able... I know that there's plenty of... Uh, uh, I've put them up on my Facebook page, Jeff Fisher Radio, from time to time, uh, reviewing the uh, Time Travelers videos that are out there. And there's plenty of them. There's, there's a number of Time Travelers out there that have traveled thousands of years, if not hundreds of years. The latest one was this weekend, and I'm going to be doing a special on my, on my Jeff Fisher Radio page this week. He came back... Uh, only a couple hundred years. He was telling us about a couple hundred years, and he came back with the food pellet. And he talked about what the future will be like. We'll be breaking that video down. Um, uh, but the time travelers are fascinating. Jeffy. Jeffy. And if I, you tell me that they're not real, I'm going to throw something at you right now. Let, let me explain something to you. I've always wanted time travel to be real. And if it's not real... We have people on the internet that say okay, it's true. Okay, fine. Then if it's not real, then I always wanted it to eventually become real. But the reason that I'm now convinced... Is that it is not real and is never going to be real? Is because nobody came back to warn us about the 2016 election. Okay, so because it's insignificant to our future. When we didn't get a warning that okay, careful, you're about to have a binary choice and you're not going to like it. Nobody bothered to come back and just say, "Whoa, maybe January of 2016." No, nobody came back to say, "I've seen the future and." uh, one of the time travelers did say that uh, uh, Donald Trump was president for longer than eight years. Longer than eight, he came back to say I forget, that. Yeah, I forget how many years he said, but it was, but it was, you know, he was president for quite some time. Okay, he, at this rate, you'd be, you'd be very. He's gonna need to. <laughs> he's gonna need to get his ducks in a row to make sure he's president for four years. Boy, that's a fact. Uh, you better I know. be careful. I know. Uh, there's a lot of stuff simmering on the stovetop right now. So listening to uh, Jill Tarter uh, telling us that, uh, look, we're gonna, there's alien life. Uh, we're going to find alien life uh, by uh, 2100. Uh, don't, we will find it. Uh, she's, you know, so look, she's the former project scientist at NASA study program. Uh, she studied all this. She knows. She's got the NASA Public Service medals. Uh, you know, she knows. So you got to kind of believe what she says, right? Mm. Right? Mm. Mm. So uh, there are items on this earth. Now, some say that aliens have already arrived. Uh, some say that aliens have already arrived. Okay. Some. Uh, th- because there are items on this earth that cannot be explained. That oh. Since they cannot be explained... Oh. They've got to be aliens, right? Yeah, whatever. We'll show I mean, you what those else. are on the other side. <laughs> you are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Diet and exercise are the basic formula for weight loss. You know that. I mean, we all know that. 
whether we use it or not mm. is mm. another story. Mm. But if you want an extra boost in your plan to be healthier, I have a supplement that may help. Oh. Riduzone. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged new dietary supplement to support a healthy weight and be part of a concerted effort to eradicate obesity and metabolic disorders. Riduzone, launched by a local company who's taken off, who's taken all the good stuff in olive oil. Think of that, olive oil, and created a patent product containing OEA that's been shown to boost metabolism and reduce appetite while helping you burn fat. Proper nutrition, exercise, of course, but Riduzone will help you lose weight and maybe even more important, help with keeping the weight off. Now, Sarah Gonzalez, you've seen her, uh, she lost over 100 pounds. Tune in to the news and why it matters. And I know she shows up on Doc's show from time to time uh, in the morning, uh, the the morning blaze. Uh, Just look at her and think to yourself, 100 pounds ago. I know. She says she's been struggling every day with cravings. Now she's taking Riduzone. Much easier to control her appetite. She's not thinking about food all day. Riduzone. Learn more and and order some. Visit Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT. Get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Now, they've asked me to spell this out. Do you really, do, you, do I need to spell Riduzone.com out for you people? Yeah, those are I what? mean, let's get it. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot C-O-M. Those are called letters, and you handle it well. Zone.com. All right, you can tweet us at Pat Unleashed, uh, at Jeffy MRA, uh, at The Blaze Keith. Uh, Pat Missing, uh, this from uh, Q10, Q10 Face. Uh, Pat Missing, uh, I know Jeffy said don't worry about it, but still, when do we ever believe him? I'm thinking we need to organize search parties and put Pat's face on milk cartons. Please <laughs> do so. I want to see Pat's face on a milk carton. Please. It's very possible. From uh, Cub O-O-M, K-U-H-B-0-0-M. DM and DM, I believe, right? What is that? Go ahead. Uh, At K-U-H-B. Is it Kaboom? I guess it is Kaboom, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't simplify it in the other room. It is is Kaboom. Mm -hmm. Just that they're O's and not, I mean, they're zeros, not O's. Yeah, I know. How can it be? Don't analyze this. Please. Dear God, read the tweet. Please. <laughs> we got the hose, but we forgot to drain the swamp. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And a very good one from Dan Zortek. Uh, how about we don't say the name of any anti-gun students until they're old enough to vote or purchase a firearm? Huh. Hashtag put that in your pipe. Yes. Amen. And, of course, from uh, Truth Matters, if we're going to start using hashtag assault to describe anything scary looking, how long before that starts applying to people? I can think of several scary-looking people that would apply to. Hey, hmm? wait a minute. Hmm? What does that mean? I I I, I don't does analyze mean, it. I do have a story coming up uh, <clears throat> soon about a scary-looking person that doesn't want to be thought of as a scary-looking person, which is kind of frightening in itself. And you will uh, enjoy it very much. But first, I want to talk about some items that came on Earth, and they're here right now as we speak on this planet. That cannot be explained. (laughs) Yeah, they can't be explained. And so that tells you what? (laughs) Alien life. I mean, it's simple. 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 Because aliens were here already and left things. And they left things so that we would look at them later and go, hey, this must be from aliens. They were here already. (laughs) 
But before I show you those pictures, Dave in Colorado wants to uh, <laughs> chat a little bit on uh, the broadcast. Hello, Dave. How are you? Hi, Jeffy. It's really a pleasure to talk with Thank you. I've you. got a bonus today. Thank you. I barely know where to start. This hog kid has the perfect last name because it seems like he's trying to hog all the limelight. He's getting it. And then uh, he's getting coached. Well, and, he, uh, there's no doubt about know, that. I, I, but that's, it's, first of all, I, I don't know. I mean, this is pretty much has been a grassroots effort, I think. Has uh, it not? I mean, the whole thing's been a grassroots effort. I mean, you don't just... Uh, I, I mean, think look, that's hogwash. I think it's all been organized. But anyway, Absolutely uh, it is. They, they talk about being scared looking down the muzzle of an AR-15. Have them try looking down the muzzle of a main gun of a T-72 tank when you're in an unarmored Humvee. I did uh, 20 years in the Army. I'm a card-carrying life member of the NRA, and I'm being insulted daily by these I know. dumbasses that don't know what they're talking about. I know, Dave. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. <laughs> it's... It's just it's ridiculous. I don't. Uh, I look. I'm not taking anything away from uh, what they experienced at the school, and I never have. I understand. But once you're telling me that I'm not supposed to say anything bad about what you're saying because you experienced something, <clears throat> but if you're saying something that's not true, I get to I get to say that's not true. That's the way it works. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure they had gone through a really Traumatic right. experience, I know. but uh, you know, have them, have them try to. You know, they want fear. Have them go to a combat tour where it's raining mortars. <laughs> That's fear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that, good luck with that, Dave. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. You can tweet us at Bat Unleashed at Jeffy MRA or at the Blaze Keith. I'm going to show you some items coming up that cannot be explained, <laughs> except except they can. And then I'll I'll tell you how in just a second. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Welcome to the broadcast. Jeff Fisher sitting in for uh, Pat Gray today. Yeah, Thank you said, so much for uh, coming Gray along. Pat Gray is here. What? She lied. The voiceover chick just oh, lied yeah, to our yeah, audience well. and said Pat Gray is here. Clearly he's not. Clearly he's not. And uh, look. Hmm? We don't know How did he where taste? he is right now. How did he taste, Jeffy? We Come on. don't know. Everybody knows you ate him. I ate Pat. That's what people on Twitter are surmising, and I think they're probably right. I've got a lozenge in my mouth is all I'm eating. We've got an ongoing. I'll tell you what. I think. What's the name of our sponsor? Filterby.com. Yeah. I think I'm going to change my order. I think I'm going to change my order on Filterby.com for the monthly hospital-grade filter. Yeah. Because there's been an ongoing plague in my house for quite some time now. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I cannot between 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 my wife and my children and my in laws and people visiting and my my sister the whole damn family. (laughs) I can't get over sickness. 
I'm ready to hose down. I'm going to start carrying. This is what I'm going to start doing. You know the big containers that you use to spray for bugs? You know the little air compressed bug sprayers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pump I'm, them. I'm gonna I'm gonna start carrying that around with me only it's just gonna be disinfectant. I like it. And everywhere you go, shopping carts, canned goods, whatever you whatever you're gonna touch before you touch it. Shh. Tell you what. No matter, no matter why, you're in the grocery store, ooh, let me look at that. Shh. And then take it. I uh yeah, I need a favor. Oh boy. You've been sick, right? I mean, it's, it's, Have it's, you been it's, sick? It's yes ongoing, or no? It's a yes or no. It's an ongoing kind of okay, thing. Okay, so yes. So it's it's continuing. Could you put your microphone over there so that you're no, talking that. in that direction? Yeah, no, I can't do that. Sorry. It doesn't work. I don't want to get the Jeffy No, it's stuck. it doesn't. It's stuck. It doesn't work. Really? Yeah. Well, no, you can't do that. You well, wish it would. I sure do wish. You'd think, you'd think, you'd think in you'd think theory, you'd think it, it could do, it, do it that. Yeah, no, it won't. Even though I just saw it do that. Yeah, no. Well, you'd yeah. think it would do that. All right, tell me about won't. things on earth that are crazy and unexplained, <laughs> like you. <clears throat> it's so bad. It's so, I, 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 I really do. Do you think it'd be bad? Like, we see, we always thought it was weird in other countries when they would walk around with masks on. It's almost not weird anymore. No, no. I've, I've had the same thought. It's almost not weird. I've had the I was same thought. Like, you know, maybe that's not such a bad idea. Yep. You know, maybe that's not such a bad idea. And we went out to the park this Sunday, and, and just, despite the, the Texas allergies that are everywhere that are so bad, and really, they, they truly are. Um, as we're out running around, and we're playing, we're taking pictures of my wife's grandbaby, and uh, she's running around, and we're touching everything, and I'm thinking... You know, we need to really hose no, down no, after stop. we touch on nope, this stuff. No, stop. Time out. Time out. My wife's grandbaby. You heard me correctly. My wife's grandbaby. Yeah, you heard me. That's what we were at the park with my wife's grandbaby. You heard me correctly. Folks, this is the child of <laughs> Jeffy's child. My wife's grandbaby. No, she's a grandmother. I am not. I'm not a grandmother. What is the kid? What do you she want the kid to call you? What do you want her to call you? I want her to call me on the phone and not be at my house. Oh, is what I want. So witty. <laughs> what name do you want the child to refer I to? I don't you care. As? Jeff. Jeffy. So terrible. Fatso. I don't Jeff. care. Whoa. Oh, we're going to make that stick. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that sticks. I just want her to look at me. She can speak. We have fun talking with each other. That's all. We don't need to call each other names. Wait a minute. What if she's on the phone, you know, 15 years from now, whatever, with Amber, and then says... We, we FaceTime. No, we see okay, each fine, other all whatever. the time. What if she says, hey, put Fatso on the phone? Like, what does she refer to you? Do you with? honestly think that if someone on a FaceTime call said, hey, put Fatso on, not one person in the room would say, oh, here, Jeff. That They'd all do that. <laughs> yeah, we're done here. There's not a person we know that wouldn't do that. We're good. Nope. You made your point. Perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Continue. The Anna Skeleton. <laughs> the Atta Skeleton. This is, uh, there's 18 things. I went through this list last night. And yes, it was clickbait. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Because it, it tied into tied into the want to take a ride story. And there's the 18 things that are unexplained on the planet. And this one is number 18, the Atta Skeleton. This little guy is found in the Chilean <laughs> desert back in 2003. Now it was found to have significant DNA. It was very tiny. Fewer ribs than most humans and a long head. It's believed that it's a premature fetus with some form of dwarfism, although they don't know that because no gene was ever found. So what is my, what do you think? Uh, aliens. Oh, wait, that was quite a jump there. Aliens. That's why. Have okay. you heard about the, 
Okay, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's okay. nothing left to say. Then. All right. Have you heard about the uh, Winnipesaukee Mystery Stone? I have not. <laughs> no, I'm not. And no, I'm not talking. No, I never, I'm not going to do that <laughs> joke. I was going to do another joke, and I stopped myself. <laughs> <laughs> was that some, you know, uh, self, uh, self, sadly self it was. control on the Sa- fly Yes, there? it was. Sadly, it Self-editing. was. I, I should not have. You know, I disappoint myself sometimes. When I do that. Just sometimes. Because I, yes. Not, oh, not every not, day? No. Every no. waking moment of every Because some day. days I'm mad at myself for not doing it. For, for actually, when, I'm, when I edit myself and I think, oh, why do I edit myself? Would have been so much funner, funnier had I not edited. And then there are days when I edit, like this one, like mm-hmm. this particular instance, where I, I edited myself and I thought, that's probably a good idea. But it's still not as funny. So if you go in for funny, you never want to edit. You can quote me on that. Okay, so the uh, number 17 on the list of 18 things that were unexplained on this planet, the Winnipesaukee Mystery Stones. Mm-hmm. Now, this stone found next to a lake in 1872. Mm. They still have no idea what it is to this day. Egg-shaped, smooth item adorned with a number of strange and seemingly random symbols on it. Mm. Also, the small holes on the top and the bottom of the egg that could only have been created with advanced power tools, which weren't around when it was made. Huh? And by the way, these pictures are all being shown right now. On uh, the Blaze television, uh, for those of you on Blaze Radio. But I'm telling you on Blaze Radio, even if you aren't able to see them, uh, just know that uh, aliens, it's proof. Proof. Well, they they're claiming in this little click bite story mm-hmm. that uh, it's not explained. I'm explaining them. But uh, that was proof. your explanation for the last one. Too. This is proof, proof. All of them. Proof. Now there's a couple. Along don't give the, them away. I mean, there's a couple along the way that might possibly not be true. Proof. Okay. Well, let's see what the next one is. But uh, you know, you just don't you don't know that. Number sixteen. Dog you. Now, throughout the recent years, uh, eighteen thousand of these little dog you sculptures were found across Japan. They're between two and 10,000 years old. They look just a little bit different than the next. And no one knows what they are, what they're, what they're meant to represent. This is uh, ridiculous. They don't know what they are. They don't know what they're meant to represent. There's, they're between two and 10,000 years old. Look at that. That's I mean, when you see that, if you're, if you're uh, listening on Blaze Radio, they're just carved out little statues with uh, uh, weirdness faces, weirdness bodies. And uh, they all uh, represent uh, what I'm telling you, aliens. <clears throat> Number 15, the Quimbaya airplanes. Now, this I kind of doubt, to be honest. Oh, the, really? Yes, Something that you have a, a, a sliver of a doubt. The Quimbaya artifacts are some of the most famous artifacts ever found in Colombia. There are dozens of little gold items. These were left by the Quimbaya people. But for most mysterious part of it all is these are little mini airplanes. No, they're not. Uh, Many believe these little figurines are proof that the tribe had mastered flight, or at least knew how it could be done. No. Uh, This is, uh, actually, these are not airplanes, they're birds. If you look at it, if they were to stand up, it would just be a, it would just be a giant bird. The eyes are on the top. I see that. I mean, it's a bird. It's just a bird sculpture in gold. How's that not an alien, though? It is an alien. Thank you. It's an alien bird. But it's it's not proof that the Quimbaya people knew about airplanes. It's proof that wow, aliens they were, were there. so close. Look at that. They've got, they've got the design in their hands. No wonder we've never heard of these people. They're too they dumb. Actually, they could they, have invented airplanes. If they actually airplanes. laid it down instead of standing it up, they would have realized, wow. hey, we could have flown this Just thing. so close. To this one's kind of scary, actually. This got? next What's one. What's wrong? What happened? Um, <clears throat> this one's kind of scary. Uh, the Rat Kings. 
Uh, these are usually the grossest item on the list. It belongs. It's basically a clump of rodents that are tied together by their tails. Ugh. These were associated with plagues that had uh, had a bad omen, but it's rare to find one as big as this one. It featured 32 rats. And now this is this is part of the unexplained. I would say that they got burned with an alien ship that took off. That's how. I mean, that's. The only I can see that. It. Now that's probably the most plausible explanation you've had. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm saying. So this is actual rads. This isn't like artwork or yeah, something. Yeah, no, these right? are actual rats tied together with their tails. Yeah, really. Because no one can explain. I it. was just about to say, as all this stuff was flashing by, I just thought, wow, art has been terrible since the beginning of time, <laughs> but now this is just actual. <laughs> no, this is real dead life. rats. Yeah, this is real life. That's this my is, attic right yeah. there. Right? That's my attic. Are you still fighting It those? smelled like that. You're not fighting You know what? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I will say that now I'm just Are hearing- Are you paying someone to fight them? Or? No, no, no. I think I've taken care of them. Okay. Okay, good. However, a couple nights ago- we get a whiff? I was laying- No, I didn't get a whiff. That, that subsided. We got the whiff out of- Everything's good. And then I hear like- something falling. Like, you know, like, like little pieces of sheetrock or something up Ooh. in the attic. I'm like, what? No, not oh, a- No! no. But I've only heard it that one time, and it hasn't been like, you Man, know, in the past, what, it was let, like a keg party above my head. Let me give you let me give you a hint. I don't want hints. Not from you. Let me give you a hint. No. When you go to bed at night, yeah. turn the radio on. I can't sleep. And you don't so hear that. So I've got to have anything that's going on. I you're just, <laughs> no, I wish I could. But thank you for the tip. I mean, it would help, right? I can't sleep like that either. I mean, except falling asleep in front of the television or something. But overall, to go to bed. Yeah, let me tell you when I fall asleep to a TV or radio on or something like that. It's when I want to stay awake for the end of said game, or I want to finish this show, or whatever. Yeah, no. But if it's bedtime, and I'm just like, ah, I'll just put something on ambience. No, I'm just up all night now. Yeah. I'm into whatever's on TV. But no, if I want to stay up. So we haven't looked into what it could possibly be? The noise upstairs? No, it's just the oh, one man. time. Maybe the, I'd rather the house. Ooh. At this point, I would rather my house were falling apart than there's more rats in the attic. What's our next mystery? Wow. <laughs> the uh, Ulfrabet Viking swords. These swords date back to the 9th or 10th century. These weapons were made with such pure type of metal that they would have been very incredible in battle. But the strangest thing, mm. the technique needed to create this piece wasn't even invented until 800 years uh, mm. after these were forged. That's kind of cool. Hmm. Hmm. That is kind of cool, which makes leads you to believe uh, aliens. I'm I mean, sorry? They taught, they taught the people uh, technology that was way before their time to forge these swords. Aliens. Sure. I mean, they all I'm with that. you. Yep. Aliens. Number 12, the Rongo-Rongo tablets. Okay. I don't even know what the it Rongo-Rongo is. The Rongo-Rongo tablets. Uh, Easter Island is famous for large heads. These are perhaps more mysterious than those. Explorers found these tablets but cannot decipher them. It might be the last remnants of the Rongo-Rongo language in history. Did you know that there was a Rongo Rongo language? No, but let's bring it back. No, but, it no, but no one it, knows for sure. Is it a similar dialect? To, to check, I mean, I, I don't know. Is Nobody it like Oingo Boingo? Sure. So I like, yes, apparently so. Okay. It's a dead man's party. It's like, uh, you <laughs> well don't know, you don't like the, uh, you can't figure out what it says. Oh, you know what that is? What That's is that? the Rongo Rongo language. Rongo Rongo. I mean, because nobody knows it, right? Pizza, pizza. You know, to me, you know what that is? Aliens. They yeah, left, I think that's an alien language. They left yeah, a I'm message, there. but we can't figure it out. No. I see what you did there. Uh, <clears throat> just like uh, we're waiting for we're waiting for contact to figure it out. You're thinking about it wrong. You got to bend the sides. <laughs> <clears throat> then you can take a ride. <laughs> the Tikaxic Calixa Tukugana head. Whoa. 
That is, I bet you can't do that again exactly the like that. The Galactic Tahuka head. Nah, see, you blew it that I time. know, it wasn't the same. Yeah. It's different. Mm-hmm. Now, the artifacts have found something lying in a grave in New Mexico, but it's to believed not to be from there. Hmm. The sculpture bears resemblance to statues found in ancient Rome, and you can't have statues. If something was believed weird. to be from ancient Rome, it couldn't be in Mexico ever. Uh, finally, <laughs> something that's evidence of cross-continental trade much earlier than it was believed to have begun. Oh. But who 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 do you think came up with this plan of trade between uh, Europe and Mexico way before we we knew this? Aliens. Uh huh. I mean, it's simple. I don't know why you ask. You know the answer. Mm-hmm. What the answer is going to be? Sure. The Codex Gigas. <laughs> One of the biggest books of all time is believed to some be the work of the devil himself. Oh. The Devil's Bible, nine inches thick, weighs one hundred and sixty-five pounds, and the page with the colored image of the devil is one of the eeriest pages in the book in history. Wow. Look at that. That is creepy. Ooh, how come Glenn Beck doesn't own that? How come that's not in the museum? Shh. Shh. He's got to have that. Shh. I'm sending that to him. Shh. Why do we not own that? <laughs> we need the book of the devil. No. Yes, we do. We need to be able to pay our bills on time. Come on, man. We need the book of the devil. <laughs> we need oh. it for the museum, man. Uh, the Ubaid Lizard Man. Oh, this is fascinating. Look at the Ubaid Lizard Man. Now, few archaeological finds in the Middle East are as mysterious Ugh. as these. These figurines That's gross. depict various reptilian creatures date back 7,000 years. Ugh. Each of the figures have a different pose and have been all across, found all across Iraq. Now, they absolutely have no idea what they re- represent, uh, but uh, I do. Yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're like selfies of aliens. <sighs> Wait, no, clear. no, this one isn't. It's clear. No, and this too. There's no, we learned people years are... ago there's lizard people walking among us, and clearly they've been walking well, among us for a long time. those are aliens, yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. My bad. Yep, you're right. <clears throat> Next. The Perry Rice Map. Ooh. The Perry Rice Map. In the late 1920s, a group of historians made a brilliant discovery. It was that a genuine map written by a famous admiral in the Turkish Navy, Perry Rice, in 1513 and 1513. Now, the discovery itself was, uh, you know, cool. Uh, it's, you know, the Perry Rice map, 1513 map. But the self-drawn map depicts almost every continent in the world, even Antarctica, which wasn't even believed to be discovered at the time. So, how huh. did he know that Antarctica existed? Aliens. Thank you. Number seven, the Antikythera mechanism. This is actually kind of strange. Uh it's believed to be the remnants of the first ever mechanical computer. That's what they call it. But it dates back to ancient Greece. It was found under 45 meters of water. The level of sophistication of this item goes far beyond what many believed uh, were capable in ancient Greece at the time. Uh, so something like this shouldn't exist. Uh, so they're not really sure what it does. Hmm. But the how it's set up to work, they shouldn't have known how to set it up. Something like that at that time. That's interesting. Now, it's clear that the only way that they could have made something like this is aliens. Aliens. Now, hey. I, mean, I, don't, know what, I don't know why it's a surprise, but it two, is. Okay, a question and then a statement so that you don't pull a Glenn Beck and ruin this for everyone. Oh, boy. But uh, did you ever watch on Hulu 11-22-63? Not yet. The eight episodes? Not yet. Okay, then I don't have a follow-up. My wife has been after me to catch it, but I've, I'm, I'm in the middle of fortitude right now. I'm just saying that... See, I've, got, I've, I've got like three or four other shows I'm in the middle of right now, so I keep... That's on my list. That that 
that technological advance found deep underwater just reminds me of a scene from uh, oh, 11263, okay. the end. That's all you got. That's all. I'm not going to pull a Glenn Beck and ruin it for everyone. Oh, my gosh. What? Uh, that show's been out now for, what, three years? That's true. Something but, like that. But do you... Okay, so right now, some people that haven't seen it, since everything is on demand, right. are thinking to themselves, is he going to blow it? Am I going to turn off this show and not turn it back on? Am I going to turn off this radio show right now, Pat Gray Unleashed? No, I'm not going to give them a reason to turn this off. No, there's and no need for them to, I'm not, to turn I, it off. I, do, but just I want tell them us to not live in fear of me blowing this for no, them. No, you're going to blow it, but we're I'm just not. going to tell them that you're nope. not. No, nope. you're going to tell you're going to tell them you're not, but we're still going to blow. Okay, it, so anyway, know. so he goes back in time. <laughs> Thank okay? you. And That's he talking about. and he's got to get rid of any vestiges from you know oh, today. Right. So he tosses his iPhone into a river right. in 1960. Thank you. So and so I see it. this picture, this technological advancement underwater, and I'm thinking about time that traveler. scene. Mm-hmm. Time traveler. All right. What's next? See aliens. Aliens. The London Hammer. The London Hammer. Oh, that sounds like a wrestler name or something. In the mid-1930s, a man named uh, Max Hound and his wife Emma were out on a walk, and they discovered some wood sticking out from a rock. They turned it over, and oh, an ancient hammer. They took it to historians and dated the rock back over 400 million years. What? These tools were not... Aliens. Were not supposed to be around at all. Aliens. 400 million years ago. Aliens. Thank you. I mean, there's only one explanation. That's all we got. Mm-hmm. Unless you go back to, but even if you go with the time traveler explanation, it's still aliens. Aliens. Number five, the Sumerian king list. Stone tablet was found that included the information of every king in the Sumner Empire, which was wow. uh, in present day Iraq. Wow, that's stone, pretty cool. Now the stone records their name, their length, or reign and location. But the strangest thing about them is that uh, the real leaders are some mythical ones. Okay, and even some that reigned for thousands of years. So they're not sure why they included the mythical ones along with the real ones. Unless they're all real because the mythical ones are aliens. Aliens. Uh, number four is the Shroud of Turan, and we all know the story of the Shroud. Uh, and so, you know, it's tough to call out aliens. Hmm. Um, although I can, but it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you see this shroud stuff. Yeah. Uh, number three is the Mount Owen Moa Claw. Ugh, Look at this bad boy. That's ridiculous. Look at this. Now, out of all the things listed among the shocking to see now, they believe that it was a freaky dinosaur hand. Hmm. Uh, or one that looks like from the devil itself. <laughs> yeah. But wow, it turned out off, it's dude. just uh, recently a distinct giant <laughs> bird called the Moa. That went extinct in 1500. But oh, you know why it went cool. extinct? Uh-huh. Flipping everybody off. Look at it. The number two Roman... Dudecaterons. Sure. Nailed it. These are kind of cool. They're small, shaped hollow items, either stone or bronze. They date back to the second or third centuries. There's hundreds of these have been found throughout Europe, and no one knows what they were used for. Uh, Some believe they were used as like dice or surveying instruments, but nothing's been proven. I would say it's more of a weapon, right? More of some sort of of weapon. Bullet or something. Yeah, something Mm -hmm. from a, a, a slingshot or a... Uh, yeah. on an arrow or something that would go you, but, yep, you know. I like it. They didn't ask me. They didn't ask me. And the number one uh, is the Vonich Manuscript. Uh, they believe uh, there have been ancient mysteries, books in history in the world, but none like this. This book, believed to be written in northern Italy in the 1400s, but that it's about all anyone knows about it. It was written from left to right, both pages some kinds of illustrations or diagrams on it, and despite hundreds of different experts trying to decipher what it says, the writing system has remained <laughs> unknown 
and uncracked. Some kid just made up a language. Uh, some kid, by that you mean uh, some kid that's some an alien? alien Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. returns on the blaze radio network kelly in missouri you are on the blaze radio network bad gray program how are you i'm doing good how are you doing i am so good i'm glad to hear it i actually have my uh, son is homesick from school today and he wanted to talk to you oh okay ah. all right put him on name quick. malachi that's right go. put it on quick let's go let's wrap it hello Hi. How are you doing? I am fine. Thank you. I'm sorry you're sick. What did you want to comment on? What's your name, by the way? Malachi. Okay. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. What's on your mind? Well, I was just here to tell you that Mr. Hogg definitely looks like the brain. Thank you. Don't be careful. Keith is going to get mad at you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he is so mad right now. Hey, I appreciate you calling. You are 100% correct. Thanks for listening and tell your mom thanks, too, okay? Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I appreciate it. You're nice the man. Keith, I know you're going to get mad now. Yeah. You're all wound up because people are, you know, it was just a, it was just an observation. It's an observation from me, but it's being uh, now being uh, proven correct. That uh, I'm steaming. I mean, I am. Pinky and the brain. I am irate. Pinky and the hog. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at the Blaze Keith today. Uh, thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Pat, uh, need a little time off. And by that, I mean, we don't know where he is or what he's doing. So, uh, people uh, on, on the Twitter sphere um, are surmising that he was abducted by aliens. It's very possible. Uh, everything is caused by aliens. We forgot to play the, we have the, the, the alien clip, right? The two pilots reported oh, seeing the UFO yeah, over southern one. Illinois. Is that, is that a video? It's audio. It's just audio? Yeah. All right, well, let's hear the audio then. Go I have heard. 7-1 Papa Golf. There was 7-1 Papa Golf. Good. And there was anybody above us that passed us like 30 seconds ago? There was 7-1 Papa Golf. Negative. Okay. Wow. Something. So it's just a UFO. Scary. American uh, 1095, uh, let me know if uh, you see anything pass over you here in the next uh, 15 miles. Yeah, you don't think anything passes now. over? American 1095, affirmative. We had an aircraft in front of you that's uh, 37 that reported something pass over him, and uh, we didn't have any targets, so just uh, let me know if you see anything pass over you. I, I don't know what it was. It wasn't an airplane, but it was the path was going the opposite direction. It's American 1095. Yeah, something just passed over. So, uh, back up. Don't know what it was, but it's, 
at least two, three thousand feet above us. Yeah, I passed right over the top of us. Okay, American 1095, thank you. Yeah, center, Delta 1755, checking in 320. And uh, Delta 1755, Albuquerque Center. And American 1095, can you tell if it was uh, in motion or just uh, hovering? Make it out whether it was a balloon or whatnot, but it was just really big to fight or so had a big reflection on it, several thousand feet above us, going opposite direction. Okay. Tell if it was just hovering. It went over. I told you it went by us, over us. That probably was just a balloon from one of the Toys R Us stores that closed, right? Yeah, what I mean, it was. The weather balloon. Couldn't have been just an alien. No, the weather balloon. Let's just stick with that story. People will buy it if you say it enough. Right? It's a Toys R Us. It's a Toys R Us closing balloon. They're <laughs> celebrating closing their stores. The balloon went over us. Okay, that's what we're gonna. We've say. all we've all had a kid in the parking lot watch them stand there with. Ah, screaming because they lost the balloon and yeah. off it goes. Just watch it in the sky. Continue to look up with your kid as your kid screams their head off because the balloon is gone. Yep. And parents, if you replace that balloon, you are an enabler. And you will have to deal with that for the rest of your child's life. So enjoy. Hi, my name is Jeff. I'm an enabler. Mm -hmm. Uh, I began after the second or third balloon to fly away. uh, Tying balloons to my children's wrists as tightly as possible until their hand would... See, kids. Turn blue. They remember to keep their balloon on their wrist. Kids, nothing in this world lasts. So what you'll need to do is when that balloon floats away and you watch it turn into a tiny speck way above your head, just understand that is a metaphor for your life. So go ahead and just get used to that. Get used to that now. Don't be an enabler. Don't replace these things when your kids... They're free from the store anyway. But if your kid isn't responsible enough to hang on to that balloon in the first place, he's going to have to learn a lesson. One way or another, now's the time. Start today. They need help. Plus, it's better if they have the balloon there at the store because they're not bad. How, how old's the kid in the scenario? How old's the kid? You can have the, have the balloon. You put them in the car, and they're, they're, by the time you get in the car, they don't want it on their wrist anymore. So you just put it in the car. So when you open the doors at home, <laughs> the balloons fly out anyway. Bye-bye. And then you, that's when you say, I know. I know. You should have. I told you the first time. I told you the first time. Keep an eye on them. Keep a handle on them. But see the balloon going in the sky? That's a metaphor for your life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now you're learning, fatso, or whatever your grandkids call you. Wait, I don't have any grandchildren. I'm sorry? No, I don't. My son has children, but they're they're not grandkids. Your wife wife has a granddaughter. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm reading this story yesterday about, uh, well, I don't know what you'd call him. I guess he's a... Who's that? I guess he's a... Who are you talking about? He's a gender non-conforming person. They said he gets a lot of attention, both unwanted and wanted, uh, anytime he walks around in public. And if he walks around in public like that, I'm sure he does. Um, And he... uh, Hey, look, but one type of attention stands out above all the rest. He claims that... uh, The attention of confused children. I first started noticing when I moved into New York City at the age of 22. Now... He said, most common reaction was that your children, upon noticing my gender expression, turned to you and exclaimed something like, Mommy, that boy is wearing lipstick. Or, look, Dad, look at what he's wearing. Mm. After your kids called your attention to my gender expression, you all did pretty much the same thing. You looked my way, made eye contact with me, became swiftly embarrassed, and told your kids, hey, it's not nice to talk about strangers. 
Now, if you see, if you're watching on Blaze Television, you see a shot, just one shot, of our gender nonconforming. Wow. Now, he claims, or she claims, uh, it claims, that uh, decided to have a little chat because we can do better than that. Oh, could. Can we? We can do better than that. Uh, You owe it uh, to me and to the trans community and to your kids' emotional development to do better. I owe you a balloon that floats away. (laughs) That's what I owe you, sir, ma'am. I am in love with this because this is, I mean, I talk to strangers. I would never tell my kids it's not nice to talk about strangers. Just look, I I know he's wearing lipstick. Right. That's weird, right? Color looks good on him, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, Look, there's a Cosmo magazine. Should be in the porn section. Here's some bubble gum. Get on, let's go. I mean, I can't, what? If people are embarrassed, so be it. And if you think that you're going around public dressed like that mm-hmm. and you're not going to get comments or people looking at you that's what you want that's what you want so that's what you're going to get so hashtag put that in your pipe thank you mm. thank you mm. now i will say Uh-oh. that there are a couple uh, outfits that he wears that are really nice oh really you like them <laughs> is, is mauve his color it's very nice and he was remind you know he just spoke uh, he was just a quick keynote speaker i almost called it a queer note speaker uh, oh, yeah, eventually did. So thank uh, you for that. For a queer conference at the Orlando Hilton Resort. He was speaking at the queer conference. I see now. So it was more of, was more of a keynote than a, a queer note. But Keep moving. Anyway, uh, the bold purple <laughs> lips, swim trunks, bathrobe. I mean. But don't stare. Don't stare. Don't That's look at I him, man. the familiar eyes following me. Oh. The kids were back at it, blatantly staring at me to their heart's content. So I'm in my, after my Keynote speech. I go sporting a bold purple lip swim trunks and a bathrobe. Why? Going to the hotel's lazy river. You don't want to be looked at, so why? <laughs> ah. They've never seen someone like me back home in Michigan or Spokane or Wichita. Some kids gawked quietly, others startled in fright, and others giggled in a curious, empathetic way. Okay, so... Really, I mean, just let your kids stare, and if uh, the your gender nonconforming says something, just say, "Hey, look, there's somebody with I don't know some kind of mental problem. We can't help those people. We'll try though. We'll try when you get when you get older, honey. Come on, let's go back over here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, it's really amazing, really amazing that we are not supposed to." Uh, we're not supposed to say anything. Mm-mm. We're not supposed to say don't anything. Don't look. Don't speak. No, you can look. Oh, you can? You can look if you're going to comment. If you're going to look and comment, n- nice things. Nice things. Then you're going to look and say, oh. Better not speak. Isn't he cute? Mm-mm. Oh, that lipstick goes good with that jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, not a lot of people could pull those that look off with cowboy boots and the jacket and the lipstick and the skirt. Because most people wouldn't want to. Um, not a lot of people could pull that. There's a couple of looks on there that would be almost, uh, you know, uh, New York Dolls-ish, uh, rock star outfits, mm. right? But, but Broadway outfits that you'd mm. wear for a show. For a show. For a show. But if you're the keynote speaker at the Queer Conference in Orlando uh, and you're there, you can expect, I don't know, families uh, ready to go to Disney to be there. Uh, and uh, those, those families will stare. Because you are gender nonconforming. 
and you're dressing in this outfit that is uh, abnormal for Disney. For people who adhere to the, the Disney, hey, shorts and a t-shirt and a hat, let's go see Minnie crowd. So you're going to get stared at. Live with it. And whatever the people say to their kids, that's their kid. Live with it. The hate in your heart right now. I can just hear it. Oh, there is too. Because I just tell my kids, yeah, uh, yeah, look. Yep. And I do say a lot of times, it's a good look for them. <laughs> I don't care. What are they, they going to fight with me back? No, if you're dressed like that. And my, kid, my kids are pretty good now because they're older. You know, when they were littler, obviously, little kids are the ones that, that end up going, woo. Look at that, Dad. That's because they haven't been beaten down into political correct world. They still have that so, instinct this of... Is pre, this is pre-losing a balloon? Yeah, this is before they lose a balloon. Yeah. Okay. No, this is where they're like, they're just, they're unfiltered. Right. And their instinct is that, okay, that's different. There's something off. Well, there. that's different than what I'm used to, yeah. right? I mean, I see, I see Dad going out also every day. Just raised by haters, I see. I see Dad going out every day in a pants and a shirt, not a skirt and cowboy boots with purple lipstick. So when I see a man looking like that, I thought that's the way Mommy was supposed to look. Right? No? No. Good, good luck, kids. No, I know. Enjoy this world. I know. In your floating balloons. <laughs> Sorry. You're the one that's hating. Yeah, that's true. Man, you're teaching oh. your kids a... Uh, you hang out of the balloon. Yeah, you what? know, if you let the balloon go, I'm that's sorry. the story of your life. I'm sorry. I'm teaching my kids responsibility, and that's a problem. I mean, there's got to be some you responsible people left on this planet to teach it. Balloon isn't something they got free, and they're bummed that they lost it. Doesn't have anything to do with responsibility. How? Be more careful. Mm-hmm. I know, but then they don't have a balloon. You want them to have a balloon to well, play then with. Then they'll be more careful next time, won't they? You hold on tightly to that balloon. But sometimes it doesn't work. I, what, what do you want me to do, man? I can only worry about my kids. I want you to be nicer to your kids and give them up another balloon. That's okay. what I want. Okay, since Jeffy says so, I'm changing everything about my parenting style. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at the Blaze Keith. Uh, I think that we all learned a valuable lesson, that my way is the best. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. This is uh, Pat Gray Unleashed uh, without Pat. Uh, he is actually literally unleashed uh, today because we <laughs> don't know where he is. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can uh, participate in the show anytime by dialing 888-900-3393 or you can uh, tweet us at Pat Unleashed, uh, at Jeffy MRA, at The Blaze Keith. Uh, add another name to the list. Uh, Alton Sterling. Uh, just uh News just broke that the officers involved in the 2016 fatal shooting of Alton Sterling will not be charged, says the Louisiana Attorney General. Um, uh, oof. That video was a pretty shocking video. Um, I I don't know what the I don't 
I don't pretend to know every little nook and cranny of the story, but I just remember seeing the video, and uh, there, there's still there, there's plenty of people on both sides saying uh, this video is murder. It's clear that it's murder, and there's plenty of people that believe that um, it looked like he was reaching for a gun. What would you have police officers do? So uh, just add another name to the list of Trayvon Martins and Eric Garner's and Michael Brown's uh, and Tamir Rice and Philandro Castile and Freddie Gray and Walter Scott. Uh, the list continues to grow of people wrongfully killed by police. And uh, good luck in Baton Rouge uh, today. Uh, I hope that uh, hope and pray that nothing happens bad in uh, Baton Rouge over this, but uh, it's very possible that uh, uh, something will because uh, it usually does. Uh, earlier today, on the, uh, I was listening to uh, there's, a broad, there's a show that comes on. It um, comes on right before this show on the network. Um, on this network? Uh, some guy. I'm not familiar. Some guy that does a show, and he's got some sidekick who's horrible. <laughs> um, I can't even, it's like a three-letter name, some stupid name. Anyway, he was talking about uh, what's uh, happening in the future as far as automation. Oh yeah, Glenn Beck. That's his name. I Glenn, just thought of it. Just it. thought of it. I've heard Two of him. Two N's. G L E N N B E C K. The Glenn Beck program. Mm, familiar. Right. Mm-hmm. And his uh, his uh, side. I wish he would sidekick him. Uh, Stu. Uh, anyway. Do you need what? a balloon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So they're talking about uh, uh, the future and auto- uh, automation and how uh, how it's good and bad at the same time, and how we're looking at, uh, in the near, very near future, uh, studies are showing that by uh, 2030, uh, automation will eliminate up to 25% of jobs in the U.S. Think of that. Uh, I think it might even be sooner than that. Mm. But they, you know, they, this is what they're saying. Now, I know uh, Glenn was talking about, um, you know, those, these are the conversations we should be having, and I 100% agree. But I also uh, think that... Uh, I think we, the conversation should be the basic minimum income. Um, the the, pro, the reason that we need to have that conversation is that when we do that, they're going to have to decide, look, you're going to get a basic minimum. Everybody gets this. But all the other programs go away. You don't, you don't get to have basic minimum income and food stamps and welfare and everything else on top of it. You don't get that. And unemployment So just let people figure out how to take care of themselves with this income. And you can also work. Look, everybody, we figure out what it is. We take away, this is why it's going to be such an argument because you're going to take away the other programs. Well, look, we're giving you autonomy. Look, we're giving you this free cash. But you know what? You get to make your own decisions. It's called... And you can also have a job. Freedom And you can also, we don't care, we're not going to, we don't care what you make on top of that, but this is what you get to survive. And uh, I, I think that's good. It's going to have to happen, right? I mean, people are going to have to, are gonna, they're gonna, you're going to have to do that. Otherwise, you're going to have, you may have uprisings in the street anyway. People mad because they don't, they can't have a job. They're mad at the robots or they're mad at the rich guy who's, uh, you know, hiring the robots instead of the humans, or they're mad at the, they're mad at whoever they want to be mad at. They just want to burn it all down. Mm-hmm. And with every day, we get new reports about. Uh, is it, do you remember actually thinking that the FBI was good? There was a time. You remember actually thinking that these 
like the CIA and all these guys, they were all good. There was a time. And then we continued to get news almost every day that they, they're really not. I, boy, who's running the outposts in Florida for the FBI? I mean, right, we got the story today. As a side note from the basic minimum income, we got the story today that uh, the FBI was uh, looking at creating, you know, the Orlando bomber or the Orlando shooter, uh, the Pulse nightclub shooter. Uh, his father was a uh, an informant, and they were thinking about making the shooter an informant. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Because they had already figured that he wasn't a terrorist, and yet he... He pledges allegiance to ISIS right. before he goes in? Yeah, but I mean, what are we studying? What are we looking at? Whatever we're doing, we're doing it wrong. Whatever you're doing, stop doing it. Stop it. I don't know what you kids are doing in there, but stop doing it. Your instincts are poor. Right. Uh, so just don't make... I, I, I don't want to have to stop the car and pull it over. I don't know what you're doing back there, but stop doing it. Because that's what needs to happen. Because that, that's amazing. Yeah, it, it truly is. Now, I digress. Back to, I, you know, I don't know why people have such a problem with the basic income. I, I think people are going to need that. We do have, so many people do have uh, a, a right, uh, a feeling of what they do for a living is who they are. Right? Your job is who you are. And that's great. I mean, I, I'm okay with that. You know, I, I, I don't, I, honestly, I don't think that the person flipping burgers at McDonald's thinks that. But if you do, great. I love you. But when these people don't have jobs, it's going to be an issue. Because the whole thing of doing what you want, that sounds good to everybody, right? I mean, the whole thing sounds good. The, the, the thought of, uh, of uh, I was staring at the bird sitting in the tree and wondering why he, didn't, he can fly. He can go anywhere he wants, yet he stays in the tree. And then I reminded myself of me. I'm just stuck here in the same old place when I could be free. Yeah, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. People, people don't just do what they want, do what they love. But they, they could, given the, the right circumstances and the right opportunity. And maybe the basic minimum income, when, there's, when we start having jobs automated more and more, I think that you're going to have to go that route. You're going to have to go that route. So people are able to survive on their own. They might look and say, hey, I can survive better if I do this too. But at least I have this. And I, it, it has to, I think it has to happen. And I don't know what that is. I don't know how much that is. I don't know how much you can, uh, how much you can give each person what the cutoff line is if it's an adult like if you're David Hogg, you're not getting anything yet because you're no because you're not an adult, so you're still living off an adult. So you can badmouth them if you want, but you're still living off of them. You know, this is an example. But you're going to have to do that. You're just going to have to do that. People are going to have to be able to survive. You're not going to be able to just throw them out on the streets, Venezuela, and uh, you know have people you know fighting over zoo animals for food. You just can't do it. It doesn't last long. People don't follow the rules and regulations. Law and order falls apart quickly. And we know that already. So if you're not, if you're just going to automate things and then say, eh, 
Yep, you're out of a job. Good luck. God bless. And, uh, oh, you know, here's some unemployment benefits and here's a couple dollars and those run out in six weeks. Have a nice day. You're not going to be able to do that. It's just not going to happen. I mean, it's not going to happen and good things are going to come from it. So Glenn's right in that aspect, man. We need to be having these conversations instead of worried about Stormy freaking Daniels in her world tour on the strip, on the pole around America, selling her DVDs. You already ordered their DVDs, didn't you? No, but I reached out to her publisher. I said I'd do the interview when the mm-hmm. when the tour DVD hits. In person? Yeah. Oh, yeah, in studio. Oh, in studio. Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, good. I thought you were Got to have suggesting that. some other location for your interview. Wait. That's a good idea. <laughs> the lighting's better. <laughs> it absolutely would be in studio. You can't have, I mean, Stormy Daniels over the phone? No. No, that's that's how I was going. Wow, I have to drag you there. No, you don't. But if I go any farther, I'll be (laughs) way down. And again, I'm editing myself not to go way down. There you go. Okay, just for you, Keith. Thank you. There's that damn bell. I don't know why you people like Mm -hmm. that stupid bell. So anyway, with the menial task, and look at this. There's still going to be jobs, right? There's still going to be people that need to work. You're going to end up cutting your work schedule down so you'll be able to work and do some things that you enjoy or the things that you may enjoy doing and are able to uh sell so you can do goods and so i mean there'll be ways for you to make money but you're still going to have to survive and they're going to have to find a way to pay everybody uh, the basic minimum income it's going to have to everyone's going to have to be that it's just going to have to but happen. being there'd be more money in the system aren't the goods that you're supposed to be buying going up now no those well according to the plan no according to what they're saying is that right. the goods are going to be made uh cheaper because we're because of the robotics oh i see right and the automation okay, my bad i missed that part but no but you're right will they you're right in one sense will they i mean the once uh once you start making products and the rich guy, the rich guy, I hate the rich guy, uh, he uh, decides, you know, I can I can sell a little bit, sell these for a little bit more, mm. make a little bit more money. Uh, do you think that's not going to happen? Capitalism. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to happen. So, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's going to, I don't think it's going to be. It's not going to be a good conversation to have either way you go, but it needs to happen soon before we ha- end up with, uh, you know, fighting over zoo animals for dinner. <laughs> nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. returns. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number, or you can tweet us at Jeffy MRA, at Pat Unleashed, at The Blaze Keith. Thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride today. Um, Darian in Michigan, you are on the broadcast. Hello, how are you? Hey, guys. Um, real quick, thanks for what you do. Um, I've got a pretty serious question. Um, 
I'm a conservative, uh, millennial, I'm only 23. Uh, been thinking about maybe starting a family here soon. Oh, um, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Stock yeah. up on balloons, uh, man. It, yeah, I, I know. I know. And that's, that's really the question is, uh, I know I have a duty and a responsibility to be part of the next generation's upbringing. And if I want to see change and prevent the, uh, the progress of progressivism, I need to do my part. But in these, uh, these proverbial times of Noah, do I, do I need to bring someone into this evil world? And that's just, uh, I wanted to know what you guys had to, to think on uh, that. Joe, and I also wanted to know if, oh, I also wanted to know if you're filling in for Pat on the news and why it matters, Jeffy. Uh, no, they, they have no, they do not ask me to do that. No. Okay. No, they well, did then. not ask me to do that. Dude. That's Thank primarily a TV show. Though. That's primarily a TV show, and you'd have to see him more. So, but I mean that. This is what. And the I, studio, thanks, Darian. I appreciate the studio it. It's so far is away. Way, I can't be. Ex- I can't be expected to walk that far. No. The, uh, no. Uh, as far as I know, the answer to that is no. He is. Uh, Darian is asking you and me if I he know. should bring kids into this because evil the, world because the 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 joke answer mm-hmm. is obviously no and why would you want children uh given the opportunity again i would say uh, the, uh <laughs> honey if you're listening turn the radio off oh uh, wait, honey, wait if you're listening turn the radio off <laughs> elvis if you're driving around austin and you've got the you got the wi-fi on you're listening to the show turn it off right now uh given 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 uh second thought uh, i would have no children oh my gosh my life would be so much better really how would it be holy better holy cow Tell us. We I, want to know. Holy cow, like, so, how how do your children oh, make man. your life miserable, uh, Jeffy? Just by being there, just every day, put up with them. They're like, why do you want animals and fish and kids? You got to feed them. You got to take care of them. Oh, it's agonizing. Okay, I'm back. Okay, all right, I'm back. I just wanted to drifted away there for a little bit. A little bit. That's uh, whew. what were we talking about again? Um, he wants to know if he should bring children into Absolutely. This children are the most wonderful things in your life. They, they, they bring joy and happiness to you. There's nothing better when children are running around the house. In fact, my wife just had her grandbaby at the house for a couple of days watching it, watching her. And it there brought it joy and sunshine to the house, the little baby there running around and, and bringing, bringing happiness. Your wife's tears of joy to the house. Tears of joy? You Tears of joy. Happiness? Tears of joy to the house. It was so beautiful having her run around and and keeping you up and waking Darian, up early. And here's what I would not say: not being able to watch what you wanted to watch and not being able to do this. It was wonderful. All right, I'm gonna have to jump in here for Darian. <laughs> I would say. Oh boy, see hmm? Keith, hmm? you're you're a bad you're a bad example. He asked me. Oh. He asked me. Do you not want me to answer this? Yeah, go ahead. All right. No, go ahead. Darian. Oh boy. The world has always been terrible. It's not going to get any better. Amen. If you believe in yourself and your mate um, as responsible human beings that could bring a net positive into this this world. a really serious answer to it. Then um, I think he was being very serious with his question. I don't know why he was asking us, but I figure (laughs) I better at least try to fake it. Uh, So, uh, you know, look, if you think that you can be responsible and you can improve our world through your offspring and you can be a responsible parent that can raise responsible um, uh, Americans, uh, then please, by all means, go have kids because social security system needs it. No, um... Uh, seriously, if if you will teach them the love and respect of the Constitution and the rule of law, then uh, please bring oh, them so into the world. Oh, so now you've added stuff. What? 
Yeah, make them like no, make make stuff. make them people that I like. No, if you make them responsible, can we leave it at that? Yes. Just make them responsible. Yes. Make sure you. that they're good people. Yes. Is that okay? Can I say yes. that? Yes. Okay. Then then great. And sometimes great. that's hard. Look, everybody. Don't Keith check is 100% out. Hundred percent. Don't right. check out because no. then you're just making them our problem, and I have got enough problems. I don't need your kids as my problem. So you take care of your kids. I'll take care of mine. If everybody does that, then we're good. Yes. And look, the. No, I won't. So I won't go mm-hmm. that far. I was just going to say that I, th- I think we leave it at that. It'll just make you take care of your kids. Yeah, you love them. You raise them. You take care of them. You raise them to be good people. To treat. Uh, you can raise them to believe in whatever kind of whatever kind of God you want. But if you, you raise them to treat other people with respect and dignity, no matter who they are, no matter no matter where they come from, and re- raise them to take care of themselves. And- uh, and don't replace their balloons, or they're going to be living in your basement when they're forty. Wow! Why do you have get against balloons? I just—it's a—it's a metaphor, you see. So I know, but if you just replace a balloon once, it doesn't not going to hurt the kid. I don't know. Kid's going to come back for another one. I—I I know they're free. He's going to be living in your basement. No, when they're if 40. they're free, no, who pays for it? Nobody. I don't know. Dad's already bailed me out. You know, he's already replaced my balloon and. Do you think the little kid in the shopping cart that's crying his heart out for that balloon that's flying way up in the clouds up there Nip is it thinking that? In the bud. Is thinking Take that care thinking, of it early. I'm going to get another balloon. Don't embolden the them. It's going to be the no. rest of my life. No. The kid's not thinking that. Well, I guess you'll be a little bit more responsible next time, won't you, there, Junior? <laughs> okay. All right. You we put good? up with the crying and We all set and... here? Okay. Yeah, we are. We're good. And uh, Derek, thank you very much. And absolutely, if you feel and Keith is one hundred percent right in his answer, no, no, no question about it. And uh, look, I children, on a serious note, are great, um, but they are a responsibility that you need to take on. Yeah, and be ready for it, and just be prepared to love them. You know, thank you. I love my kids. Thank you. And I wouldn't replace them for anything, except for that new kid. Sorry. What if you were gambling? Where's the story about the guy that gambled his kid away? That was beautiful. Uh, that was it's beautiful. over there. You want me to go find it? Uh, there's a kid. That, the guy that's gambling, the wife is all mad at him now. Uh, let me find it. Because uh, he, oh yeah, here it is. I got, I got it. Honey, I lost the kid. Furious wife divorces husband after he gambles away their son. Now this happened in India. A misunderstanding. Do we know that it's true? <laughs> Wait. I'll tell you, when World War III comes, uh, that's going to be our most important her husband ally. After learning that she, he had gambled <laughs> away their child. Now, why would she divorce him? I mean, the guy just gambled the kid away. They could still have another opportunity for a kid, maybe. This is, Darren, this is for you. The man named only as motion from New Delhi had originally gambled away his entire family, but the debt was reduced to one child after the wife protested. I mean, what is her problem? So, uh, he's got a little bit of a gambling addition. I guess so. Or he or wanted to get streak. rid of the family. A losing streak, maybe. Or he wanted to get rid of the family on purpose, and so he just gambled. Well, I'll tell you what. If I lose this hand, you can have my family. <laughs> All right? Oops, I lost the hand. They're yours. Wait a minute. <laughs> What's this guy in India? It's not down the street here, and, and your name's Jeffy in there? Yes, what? I think it's possible. Yes. Oh, no, I lost my hand. Well, why did you so now- bet... So now, uh, after the uh, went to uh, the loser's house to collect his prize, uh, the wife uh, the wife said no, and uh, they went down to okay. Well, I'll tell you what, just uh, just give me the one kid, and uh, we'll call it even. Uh, okay. Uh, 
So what it doesn't say in this story, which is surprising, is if that guy actually took the kid. The wife who had been married to mother subsequently demanded divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she married a younger guy, so she wanted more kids. She also wanted to file a legal complaint. She eventually filed a petition in district court on Monday, took a matter, searching for the accused who has since left his home. Hmm. But it doesn't say, I think the kid actually, I think they actually took the kid. Yeah, there's nowhere in the story does it reference where the kid is at this moment. Yeah, that's what they're looking for him because uh, the so. council ruled that the wife and one child should be allowed to stay behind while the other child had to be given away to satisfy the debt. Yeah. Yeah, and the moral of the story, sir, don't put money on the Atlanta the Falcons village in the, Super Bowl. the village council. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to give up the kid. Yep. Pick up. The wife stays and one of the kids stays. <laughs> Man. That's rough. How mad does that make you if you wanted to gamble them both all away? Still got to keep two. <laughs> and and that, that poor kid's like, wait, why did you pick me? Right. Oh, yeah. We never liked you. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, I mean, the truth is out yeah, there. Nah, you, were the, you were the second one. We only liked the first one. You're the one Get who out. wouldn't keep the balloon tied to your wrist. When right. I begged you. Tired of telling you to, you're not getting another balloon, kid. I don't have to tell you that anymore. <laughs> maybe, maybe the new guy that won you in the card game will give you a balloon, okay? But I'm not going to. Ask your new daddy. You know, it's interesting that uh, he, our last caller, Darren, was talking about um, uh, kids that uh, uh, being a millennial and thinking about having children because we were looking at this redefined guidelines. Mm. Uh, for birth years. So apparently, the redefined guidelines for birth years is the silent generation, born 1928 to 1945. Baby boomers, born between 1946 and 1964. Generation X, born 1965 to 1980. Which of those would you um, more closely identify with there, Jeffy? I'm sorry? I say any of those three. Would you identify? What comes before the... uh, What came before the silent generation that begins in 1928? I don't know. I call it mine. But I don't know what they call it. My generation. The Jeffy generation. Yes, that's what it is. Pre-1928. <laughs> okay. The millennials are now going to surpass the baby boomers, which is fascinating. Um, I, the uh, post-millennials. Oh, we're into post-millennials, well, you too. Well, got millennials. Holy it's cow. 81 which is 81 to... to 96. Right. Those are 22. Wow, that means it. Post millennials, though, we're already into that, born after 1997. Because in 19, if I remember right, in 1988, that was like the biggest year for babies hmm. uh, since 61 or 60 or something. I mean, the millennials, there were a few years in there really? in the late 80s and maybe early 90s that were big. Big millennial years. Because we're at an all-time low now. Right. Because the millennials aren't having kids. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's because they're, they're questioning, why do I want to have kids? I mean, then I can't, you know, I got to, I'm going to have to have a house and I've got to have a car and I'm going to have to have a, a real job instead of the barista making caramel lattes at Starbucks. Buy balloons. I, right. I got to worry about Stop. the kid blowing the balloon up and keeping it up in the air and I mean, it's the whole thing. Right. So why do it? I got to They'd rather worry more about me, right? It's me, 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 me. Mm. And so why have children? And look, I understand that question, but in the long run, I mean, our society doesn't survive without people having children. By the way, did you see this headline yet? This no. is trivia time. No. I found the year that more babies were okay. born in the U.S. than any other wrong. year. Do you have a You're guess? Probably, no, I'm, I don't. This is stunning to me. 2007. Oh, uh, okay. 
2007 was more babies born since when? Uh, well, the, the record was 1957 baby okay. boomers. And uh, it's been it was passed in 2007. So how have we gone in but it talk, eight, nine does years? It say, does it talk about, does it have a, like a yearly numbers? Yeah, um, I don't have a graph here. I've just okay. got those. I'm, I was sure... Uh, I was sure that in the late 80s, early 90s were years of big, okay. you know, big baby booms. Yeah, I'll look for that. Yeah. Um, anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's just that, uh, you know, there's always years where you're going to have, you know, booms of babies and then slowdowns. But if millennials overall stop uh, having children, and even post-millennials now, right? I mean, post-millennials, 1997, that means you're 0 to 21 years old. There's plenty of 21-year-olds having babies. Uh, starting families out on their own uh, with you know husband and wife and a new kid got a job let's go uh, doesn't happen often now which is strange right mm-hmm. we've well we've told kids that they're not they're not adults until they're 30 now and that's another issue too right we've told kids that they're not adults until they're older now but we want to hear them and listen to them when they're younger as adults David Hogg not quite sure I understand. Is that having it both ways? Is it? Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Blaze Radio Network. At theblaze.com slash radio. Pat Gray. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. And of course, you can always tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, at Jeffy MRA, and uh, at the Blaze Keith. Hmm. Uh, coming in uh, from uh, the Twitters at Secret Steve Cannon, I've never quite understood why we're so eager to find new life on other planets while simultaneously just as eager to abort new life on this one. I know. Huh. It, I know. It doesn't. It's confusing times. Uh, at Kaboom, K U H B 00 M. Items on this earth that cannot be explained. Exhibit A. Wait, that's my Twitter handle, at Jeffy MRA. Where's, what's the item? Is item A, and then it's my Twitter handle. You read the tweet, sir. Jeffrey MRA. I'm mm-hmm. confused. Is it, does that does she mean me? <clears throat> at GD Chapel, within two hours, at Jeffy MRA has turned at Pat Unleashed into Coast to Coast AM. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. It was fun. I'm all about Coast to Coast AM. And I know George Norrie does a fine job. East of the Rockies. But uh, I'm, uh, you know, George, if you need to fill in any time, I'm here for you, babe. Because... Uh, I listened the other. I listened last week, a couple days. What's wrong? Uh, Platypus from Banyan Hill, listening to at Jeffy MRA stumble over regular Twitter handles is more fun than Chris Cures with the microphone. Now listen, let me tell you something. No, I, I don't even know why I read that. It's not it's a smash on me. <laughs> I, I didn't have to read that. I didn't have to read that. There was one kaboom, one kaboom is one thing I stumble over because it's two zeros instead of O's. Well, I can't. I can't be. Okay. Damn it. No. I'm sorry. No. It'll get better. No, let me see that story there. Then I just threw it over here because I believe that this is actually true. Uh, this story, secondhand smoke. 
Secondhand marijuana smoke <laughs> may be worse than secondhand tobacco oh, smoke. Oh, this is right up your alley. I actually believe that's true. Huh. I spent a number of years uh, in positions that left me... Hey, folks, when Jeffy slows down and telling a personal story, you know that it's A, really good, and B, he's hiding something, but continue. of being able to smell secondhand smoke. And the secondhand smoke that I smelled was marijuana. Hmm. And without it, the buzz was long gone. It was a sucky day. (laughs) (laughs) What time of day were you were you getting a whiff? When the when the first hand smoker was off, man, that made for a bad day. Anyway, the <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean clearly, if someone is smoking a cigarette and you're around, you're not getting the nicotine fix. Smokers don't breathe it in and think, oh, they want a cigarette. When smokers smell another cigarette, they want to smoke their own cigarette. They want to get that. They want to get that first hand. I mean, I would never forget my grandfather quitting uh, and talking about going for a walk. They lived in a small town in uh, Michigan, and he said he'd go for his morning walk, and all the shop owners downtown would be opening up their shops, you know, and sweeping their stoops and smoking cigarettes. And he was like, I can't walk downtown anymore. I smell that smoke in the morning air, and all I want to do is smoke. So, I mean, that's what happens, right? You, smokers want to end up smoking. They don't want to just mm-hmm. go... Oh, smell that cool cigarette. Yeah, that tastes great, doesn't it? No. But when someone is, say, smoking marijuana, okay. you know, let's use the state of Colorado as an example, just because it's, it's, it's legal there. Cool that one out. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's just legal there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Colorado, Washington, maybe. Maybe in maybe one of those states where it's legal. Um, and you, someone is happens to be out on the street smoking marijuana. Okay. You could, in fact... Catch up a little buzz from the secondhand smoke. Could you now? Uh, I think that's been. I think that's pretty much been proven. Hmm. I know it's been proven by me. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been proven by me. I don't know. If there's any. I don't know. If there's any scientific tests, <laughs> but I can guarantee you that it's true. <laughs> so I absolutely believe that that study is correct. Secondhand marijuana smoke may be worse than secondhand tobacco smoke. I don't know that it's worse for you. But I'm sure people don't want to just have secondhand. I mean, we'll go to concerts. There's another perfect example. Go to a concert. Get down on the floor. Even anywhere in a concert. Anywhere in an enclosed arena. All right? Where you're at a concert where the possibility of marijuana is high. Nobel. I get Nobel oh, for sorry. that. I mean, nothing. I throw. I give a double. The possibility of marijuana being smoked is high. I don't think you know how the... Okay, and uh, the uh, good, good, put mm-hmm. it away. Anyway, the uh, you walk out of that place stoned. Whether if you're not smoking, now obviously if you were smoking the marijuana, you you're going to be stoned. But if you were there and weren't smoking the marijuana, you still catch the buzz. So that's clear. That's clear evidence right there. You don't need me to tell you that. We've all been to concerts where that's happened, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, we have. So if, I mean, if you go to any concert where the possibility of marijuana being smoked is possible, you walk out of there stoned. No and question. if you're at a concert where it's not possible, it's probably a crappy concert. <clears throat> yeah. Well, <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Or, you know, the nursing home brought in people that are already medicated, and it's good to go. Right? Yeah. 
And they're already medicated and they're just sitting in their chairs and it's a good show. So, <laughs> this story has been in front of me all day oh, yeah. that you left in here. Mm-hmm. What's it like to spend 18 hours on a plane? Mm-hmm. Passengers on first nonstop flight from Australia to Britain oh, get wow. three meals, unlimited snacks, but complain about Wi-Fi on the 9,000-mile trip. Whoa. But I'm thinking, well, yeah, I mean, of course you complain about Wi-Fi, That's right? That's a I mean, non-starter. Right. <laughs> I get it. We're flying 30,000 fleet in the air or higher, and I get it we're moving at four or 500 or 600 miles per hour, but I want to be able to download this movie and watch it now. Wow. No questions. Now, I've actually been on 18-hour flights, and they are not fun. Mm-hmm. They are not fun. They are just, it ends up being really boring. Uh, the smartest thing airlines ever did was put the trip tracker screen in front of the flight. So, like, on those long flights, each seat usually yeah. has a screen in front of it, you know, b- behind the head of the, the previous seat. And so one of the free screens that you can get to, obviously, you can buy movies and you can, you know, listen to music or whatever. But one of the free screens is usually the trip tracker. So you can see where you're at, yeah. how fast you're flying. Uh, destination time, that kind of thing. That's the smartest thing they ever did. Those are cool. Be- right. Love them. And also, they make the time pass, right? You go, oh, you're so- by the time you're about 10 hours in, you're like, holy cow. Yeah, plus you know what you're flying over. You can look down right. and you know that, okay, this is Texas. What or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it's fascinating. I've flown, I've flown one flight from... Uh, direct from New Jersey to uh, Jerusalem to uh, Tel Aviv, uh, direct straight. Boy, man, that was that was a long flight. Mm. Oof, man, and I, I flew that in steerage mm. uh, back in the in the masses, and it was there was a lady the whole time sitting next to me with her head in her. I mean, maybe because she was just sitting next to me, but she had her head down in her in her on the whole flight. The only time she the only time she got up is when the lady next to us wanted to go had to go to the bathroom. Excuse me, she pop up with oh. Lean back, oh, yeah. lady. Go to the bathroom. Come back. Head back down there. That sounds like fun. It was fun. It was a it was a joyous flight. But yet you're right. We we completely discount the fact that we are crossing three continents right in less than a day. But why can't I, I get my email? Right, right. <laughs> I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So we, we're so spoiled. We're so spoiled. Anyway, thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. I appreciate it. Had a lot of fun. Pat uh, will be back tomorrow mm-hmm. for uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, and he'll put this thing back on track. And, 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 <laughs> Maybe. And uh, Maybe. do what's supposed to be done instead of. It's been fun having you here. Whoa, I didn't believe that. Yeah, no. Nah, it was fun. Not a Psych. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.